Blog Talk Radio. July 18, 2012. 
at the time, at the Tony time, will be 10.03 in the p.m. live in Long Beach, California, KXRW, your community connection internet radio station. Uh, it's been a blessed, beautiful couple of days here. Thank you guys for coming out and sharing your love and taking your time. Uh, we had some real serious conversation here last night, and uh, hopefully uh, I will touch on uh, a, a, a very uh, uh, serious, active, active uh, community activist who's out there in Long Beach. He came in and he spoke out. Shout out to, to Jay. I spoke to my brother, Katie, and uh, talking some serious talk, some talk, you know, that uh, I have been trying to get out there. Uh, you know, like I told you guys, I was given some information that I'm supposed to bring to you. And so they made it a lot easier for me. Uh, their conversation brought out, between the two of them, they brought out a lot of the issues that, uh, you know, most of us don't want to talk about. And these are issues that are concerning weather, concerning what's being manipulated, uh, the situation uh, as far as uh, in the other countries where people are losing their lives, basically, um, for their riches and for their oils. And, you know, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of uh, what would you say, antisocial personality disorder in these people, uh, in these countries where they're, uh, you know, raping and uh, taking over and and impregnating uh, uh, women, indigenous women, with uh, their seed to as to limit the races of others uh, of their own race. So there's a lot of that going on, and uh, so we kind of touched on it, and we touched on a little bit about the weather as well, and you know manipulation of the weather. As you guys know, my friend Brian works uh, for the government, and he is a weatherman. He's one of 16 individuals all over the United States does the job that he does, and he was asked that question, if, you know, if it's true, if, you know, weather can be manipulated, and, you know, he kind of shied off of it, and of course, that's his job, you know, we all know about how serious the job should be, but he shied away from it, but they talked about a lot of uh, real interesting conversations about, you know, what it is that we think we're seeing, or what it is that we may be ignoring, and, uh, you know, I mean, just, there are some things out there that, yes, you know, too, we tend to look the other way. For one, when it comes to unity, we do tend to not want to join hands with each other. And, and that's one thing we have to work on. This has to be a collective uh, effort to do so. Uh, I'm hopefully, hopefully, my uh, new acquired friend will come out and he'll be able to share some things with you, uh, some skills as far as uh, meditation. He gave me some good information last night about what it is that we can do by starting to lead toward a better a better existence and better civilization with each other. So, you know, hopefully uh, we'll be out. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give, it, give out the time. And as you know, like every day, every show, always got to give up that love and that doubt to the man who made it all possible and who keeps me going no matter what. For he is always plucking my feet out of the net, and I appreciate him day and for every every day of my life. From Gina, Gina's Groove Theory, is now 10.07 in the p.m. in Long Beach, California, KXRW, your community connection internet radio station. Here it goes.
Hello, everybody. You're back with Gina from Gina's Groove Theory. It is now 10, 12 in the p.m. This is July 18th, Wednesday, July 18th, 2012. I'd like to thank you guys for coming out and representing. I want to send this shout-out because I was thinking about a lot of things today. So I'm going to send this shout-out for Mary because she's been through a lot. And, you know, today I'm feeling like I've been through a lot as well. In life and in troubles, I have to be faithful and remain true. This is for you.
Hello, everybody. You're back with Gina from Gina's Group Theory. It is actually Wednesday, July 18, 2012. Uh, the time is 10.18 in the p.m. You're, you're out here in Long Beach. We're in Long Beach, KXRW, your community connection radio station. Going to be bringing you some uh, real good topics coming up in the near future. We're going to be dealing with more of uh, the crisis with the uh, who we are and what we are as people and uh, how we're going to have to get to uh, some type of an agreement and then some type of an alliance with each other. It's not really a not really a color thing. Actually, it's more so an economic thing. Uh, you look around and you say, well, we'll still be here when the other people are gone. No, pretty much, you know, it's the all of the middle class, the upper middle, the middle the lower, all of that's gone. Uh, right now, it's either the rich or the poor, and the poor are out here helping and struggling, trying to help others, and the rich are just getting richer. So the case is, how can we build our communities and make it a wholesome? I was out on uh, on uh, Jay's page, uh, you know, uh, checking out uh, uh, his his uh, works and his writings, and, and he, uh, he he posts a lot of uh, he posts questions and he posts a lot of insight uh, on uh, how, on, on his version. Um, but he always come, he comes from his point of view. You know, like I tell you guys out there, come with your point of view. What it is that you, how you feel, what how you want to represent, and what, what it is that you have uh, to bring. You know, as long as you're always respectful and that you allow for the other guests to speak, everybody has a piece of of a, a, a word. Uh, everybody has something to say. Everybody has something to bring. It's more so of a, uh, it's, it's a networking. I'm not the teacher. I am a student. And everybody who joins, uh, we're all students trying to learn. Uh, my brother gave a shout out there to, uh, he asked that, uh, you know, each one of you guys touch 25 of your friends. And that would be great. But my thing is, you know, you people who are in, Human service work, social workers, case workers, professionals, psychiatrists, uh, uh, let's say uh, mental health uh, mental health workers, uh, re- rehabilitation and treatment center people. Uh, these are these are some of the sources that we need to get some information from. Uh, I had the unfortunate uh, choice this morning. Well, last night. It's not really a cho- well. It wasn't a choice. It was. A, Something that was brought to me, so I had the unfortunate, uh, you know, uh, intermeaning with uh, the the system that works with uh, re- rehabilitation and treatment centers from last night to this morning it was very frustrating, and I've been I remained pretty pretty well, you know. Uh, someone came to me for help, and you know they never came to me for help before, so it was new for me. And with that, you know, when I say I'm going to do something, I put you know I put everything down, and, I, and I'm there. If you had enough heart to come to me and ask me who, you know, for most of you guys out there, you know, I'm just me, you know, and you came to me and asked me, so I, I need to do not what I, I see other people do. Uh, I should be of assistance. You know, there's a lot of politics, and, and if you're dealing with uh, trying to get into a recovery or treatment uh, center and you're ready to go, you know, I thought really that uh, someone, you know, and I prayed, prayed, uh, that someone would allow and you know, open the door. Well, it's not really what you know; it's pretty much who you know. And depending on however that person 
people you go to for help, are they gonna are they gonna feel that you're a hundred percent? And you know, there's a lot of people out here making judgment calls and passing judgment calls and talking about one another. I think that's one thing we do need to clear up in our communities. It's the uh, the badgering or the negative uh, intentions that people put on you. And most of you guys were out here last week, and, you know, the show got off kind of with a rough start, and that was only because of my neighbor who lives upstairs, and he's uh, he's one of those angry people, too, as well. And he needs some, uh, you know, he probably needs some evaluation. You know, I know he's suffering some, from some uh, mental illness as well. But with that, you know, you have this person who has a, well, for whatever reason, uh, what I learned in school pretty much is called trans- transference. And transference and counter-transference is when you're dealing with a social worker and a client. Transference can be that that client, when upon meeting you, you remind that that uh, client of maybe someone who harmed that uh, them as they were growing up. Maybe you remind them of their mom and they don't like their mom. And in those cases, uh, we are told that we should, you know, immediately, you know, advise you to someone else. Well, you know, I'm learning that in some cases, you know, some people don't follow the rules when it comes to how they should, I mean, well, honesty, you know, honesty and as well as uh, no secrets, it means, means a great deal. Uh, now I'm learning pretty much about the secrets and the honesty. You really, I mean, I'm honest, I'm honest with everybody. If I have to tell a lie, then I just, if I had to, I just wouldn't say anything. But I'm honest, and I bring it. You know, whatever I say, I'm not really scared of what, you know, what recourse I get, pretty much because I'm saying it from my heart. And I, I, I'm a, I'm a lover of all people, lover of all people, and I'm there for all people. You know, I'm not biased. You know, I've come a long way. I've learned empathy, and I've learned humility, and I've learned to be a human being. I've learned to walk the walk that I say I'm going to walk. I talk the talk. If I'm going to talk the talk, I'm going to walk the walk, and I'm going to represent as though it's who I am. And with that, a lot of people don't do that. And so I feel that my position here on this radio station, being that, that God made it all possible, as a portal for me to be able to bring, you know, your, your communities, that means all communities that this radio station reaches, um, your communities all together, and informing your people in your cities and in your town of the resources that are available. Um, we had the conversation last night. If no one tells you, then you just don't know. And then, for for God's sake, if someone only tells you limited information, then you really lost. So with that, you know, I, I caution that, you know, professionals and people who work with direct knowledge with, you know, social services, case management, uh, uh, educators, scholars, you know, especially anybody I bring is going to be someone I know. And anybody out there who wants to bring in information, that's fine with me. We'll accept it and we'll roll it. But what I bring, I'm going to make sure they they have direct knowledge of it and that they're a caring person. Because everybody working in human services are not just there simply, you know, to help. Some of them are there for the money, and then some of them are there to get their little hours in when they become, you know, a, a counselor or case manager. And then they want to move on. They're ready to move on. And they want to push. You know, they want to go to a, a much more higher paid uh position. And with that, you know, they're just, they're just passing through. And then you know the old-timers, and there's not really that many. You know, the ones who stick in there and hang out there. 
And that's the Michelle out there for uh, Mr. Cherokee as well. Uh, one of those old timers out there who hangs and still hanging in there. I mean, people have came and gone simply because, you know, they, they just want to get their notches on the belt and they want to move on. And, you know, that's okay. That's okay because you went to school, you studied for it for you to get education. But one thing, you have to have some type of input and be realistic with yourself and do what's best for the patient. There is a standard of care that we are governed to. There are laws that we need to abide by. And it's worse just to have the stigma of having mental illness and homelessness and all that already, you know, uh, befriends us naturally is to have to deal with people who are not of of good judgment for you or that they have issues and problems. You know, um, I, my attorney friend, um, Jonathan Crane, had informed me that his daughter, being that she's a psychiatrist, she had to go to she had to go see a psychiatrist prior to her getting licensed. And, you know, what I see, you know, at the time I was like, really? And that's, that's what, you know, made me go and get, you know, seek help about my problem because he told me that. And that I wanted to be a psychiatrist. So, you know, I didn't think any any state would license a person who has mental illness or may have problems, you know, to be a psychiatrist. And I was wrong. And you, with everything, most most of it are the psychiatrists and, and uh, people who are working in it. They're, they're a little bit special. They're unique. They're unique people because they can sit and they can understand. Uh, just like with uh, how, how I see. When you can sit and understand because you've been there, and that's one thing, too, as far as when it comes to human services, Mostly everyone who's working in this has been down the road of drugs, you know, homelessness, and that. They have been there. And they kind of, they can't say they make the best, but they make a good, they make a good, you know, those individuals make a good, more rounder uh, environment for, for someone they're working with, for a client. They can, they can say, well, what they did, or they can give you information because they've been there. And I found that in a lot of meetings, well, I've only been to one CA meeting, but I've been there you for AA for, you know, a little, uh, little uh, DUI I got in 2009. Um, and that, you know, I never thought that I had a problem, which I, even to this day, I didn't think I have a problem. But even with that, I learned a lot of stuff while I was sitting there. I learned a lot that I denied a lot. You know, and then, you know, you sit and you say, well, I've never, I've never. And then when I look back, I was like, wow, I, I didn't drive, you know, when I was drinking. Yeah, you know, all of it comes back to you and then you start looking at yourself. You know, you be honest with yourself and once you get there, when you get to the point where you can say, well, you know, I, look, I'm not the one to gossip and you didn't hear from me. You know, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm not even preaching at you. I'm here to listen. I'm here to listen. That's what I'm here for. I'm not here to judge you. I'm not here to holler, scream at you. I'm not here to make you feel uncomfortable about saying what you have to say. With that, with that too, my teacher, Dr. Watson, says we have to have some type of, uh, what it is, a boundary, set, set boundaries. And so I'm learning that too. Uh, being is that I'm I'm in the position now to be helping someone who needs this. You know, uh, I find it a little difficult to have boundaries because you have to understand that that person is taking a great leap to come to you. And with that, you should take that in consideration and, and, and think about that, you know, before you, you know, come off or you say, well, you know, you don't want any help or, you know, give you half help or, you know, help you a little bit, you know. Or, you know, don't do not do my, do what I'm supposed to do full full, full heart with all I have, to bring all the resources to this person or whatever that they have or whatever issues they have because you have dual diagnosis out there. And, and most of you guys know I do have, uh, usually, uh, Cherokee comes on in and he gives you the areas, the longest areas in which he's very familiar with. 
the updates on what's going on, what's going on with the spiritual healings, what's going on with the healing circle. These are all a tool, uh, CBT, pretty much like uh, Jay told me last night. He said, well, as far as eating healthy, we do need to eat healthy. Uh, if we, you know, when salad is a little low, you know, eat salad. If he says if you start from the inside and then you work on the outside, t- towards the outside, then you're better off. So I said, okay, well, that's pretty you know, that sounds like a plan when it comes to, you know, eating well, you know, but then that's kind of hard. He said, well, no soul food. And he had me gone on that one. I said, soul food? I cook soul food. He's like, well, you know, on a daily basis, you know, I guess if you wouldn't want to eat fried chicken and, you know, smoke pork chops every day and oxtails or whatever every day, but every other day, you know, um, and then limit your family and put some greenery in it and, you know, and uh, I guess exercising for some. Meditation is is pretty good. He gave me some hints for you guys. So hopefully he'll come out tonight and share some with you as well about how you can do it and what we can do to try to get to that level of, uh, you know, calm and clarity and patience and, you know, thinking, being able to think before we speak, you know, being able to recognize the can go into with the next person. Be, like I... I was telling my friend today, she she needs to probably do human services two oh seven. It's it's a healing hearing and listening course. And with that, uh, you learn how to listen. You know, I used to be really a talker and mostly everybody says, Well, I'm a talker And you know, you really gotta be a talker to have a talk you know, have a talk radio show anyway. And that's that's a good thing. But I do allow for my guests to come out here and speak too. As long, when they're bringing things out I allow them to speak. Really, they allow me to speak. I listen to what they say. I hear what you say, and anything you tell me, I take it to heart. And I know it's one way, it's a piece of the puzzle, to be able to get to where we can have a total of you. You know, everybody's not going to get along. Everybody's not going to feel the same thing. Everybody doesn't think the same way. But there's some way that we can. That's through spiritual healing. That's through communication. That's through working. We need to get active. You know, a lot of us are working, a lot of a lot of you guys are working, and you're working like long hours, and you can't do the, you know, uh, get out and, you know, uh, go work out. You know, some of us, you know, I won't say any names, my friends, 24-hour fitness three, four times a day. But then when you don't have anybody but yourself, then you can do that. But then most of us are taking care of somebody, if not taking care of a, a child or children or family member. We, you know, we're taking care of our business. We do need to step away from that and start working on each of each well, each of us need to work on ourselves first. First and foremost, uh, someone said the other day, if you love yourself, if you love yourself, then you'll treat yourself better. And I'm trying to work that into whatever program I have, you know, because I had to learn how to love myself. I had to learn how to, you know, listen. I had to learn how to. It, it wasn't all about me. And in that case, when you get there, like I, like you guys know, I play Beyonce, and I'm gonna send a shout out on that. I had an ego. I had an ego. And uh, being a uh, flared-up ego was overflated and overrated. And today, I, I look back on it and it's like, well, you know, that was all intentional, unintentional. And really, you're not proving anything to anyone. You know, you're pretty much displaying that you don't hear anybody. You know, you really don't care about what anybody says. And your behavior is that you don't you know, you don't, it's, it's no different or no matter to you. Well, once we get past that, 
And I used to be there. Once I got past that, and I started to listen to other people and to put my, my feet in other shoes, not as to look down on anyone, but as to look up and look in your eyes as well as you look in mine and listen to what you have to say. You know, it's not today like like yesterday. I, last night I read something to you guys about uh, how we could be better off, for one, about the African immigrants that are here. Uh, we were under the impression that they were scoring high, getting better jobs than regular black Americans. But they're not. They're in the same boat. We're all in the same boat. And I mean, not just by color. We're in the same boat simply because if I live in your neighborhood and you live in mine, and that doesn't even matter if we're in Manhattan, Manhattan, downtown Manhattan, we live in the same area. That means our community is, we're, we're the same community. It doesn't matter if you pay 2000 or if I pay 200 You know, it doesn't really matter what what goes on in your neighborhood is going on in my neighborhood. Whatever my children do, they're going to do, your children do, they see each other. So with that, you know, we have to stop looking at other people and prejudging and looking down and, you know, uh, you know pointing the finger. You know, we need to sit on down, get together. Like I said, you guys out there, you professionals out there, I know some of my teachers. Shout out to you guys at Long Beach City. Miss um, Don, Donette Steele, thank you very much. I got that today. So, as well, uh, finally, uh, she offered me, you know, God is good, I tell you this. When you start walking in the path of what God wants you to do, and you start listening to that voice tell you, then everything that you want, you get. You know, I thought about this semester when I was getting my classes uh, two weeks ago, about a week and a half. You know, school starts on the 27th of August. So when I was getting my classes, I was thinking, like, I'm almost at the end, and most of you guys already know that, you know, I'm already, I'm already certifiable. But now I'm ready to transfer out. I can't go straight to UCLA, but I do. I can go straight to Dominguez and get my BA. So I said, okay, well, that's, that's great. So I thought about work experience. And I got kind of down because the, the place where I wanted to do it at, they, they didn't, they don't require, they won't allow me to do it. So it's like it's pretty, it's pulling teeth when you, you know, when you need to, when you need to do your experience somewhere. So, well, I, I thought about it. I said, well, no, I'm probably going to have a hard time because that means I'm going to have to go to another facility. You know, I kind of had my heart set on that one, you know, because I've, I've worked there for years. So it's like, I mean, that, you know, would not just a piece of cake because, hey, you know, I, I kick butt. You know, you know, I'm holding a good, you know, grade point average. I'm looking towards the honor roll as well. So you know, it's like, okay, you know, I'm not trying to be lax. It's just that I wanted to, I felt that, you know. But I guess with politics and so forth, you know, things don't work out for you. But I received an email from her today. Ms. Donna Steele, she's the head over there at Long Beach City. Uh, she's the head of work experience. She's the only one qualified, special, specializing in that course. You know, Mr. Watson, he, he let us know. She's the only specialized uh, uh, teacher that can do that. So she sent me an email today, and I was going to shout out. She's also, she became my friend on Facebook like three days ago, which I thought was, I sent her, I, she's the only one that Facebooked me, but she sent me, a, you know, a request. She said, well, would you like to go ahead and take work experience? Now, this was like two semesters ago. And it's like she still remembered it, and she still kept my, the original email. So I sent a shout-out there to you, and I told her, yes, I do. So this this coming up semester, I will be doing work experience, and I have enough time to find a place that will allow me to do that. So with that in mind, knowing that, I said, you know, no weapons formed against me will prosper, and as well as you. 
Uh, any questions out there, any concerns that you may have about resources in your in your neighborhood, you can come out. You don't have to be the professional, but you can come out and say what city you live in. You can say what, what it is that you need, and then we can call out to whoever's in your city or in your community to ask them where it is you need to go. And that's one thing we're going to do, and that's networking, and that's working together. We'll go ahead and check in on the time. It is Wednesday, July 18th, 2012. It is now 10.38 in the p.m., representing from KXRW, your your community connection internet radio station. You're talking to Gina. This is Gina's Groove Theory. I'm going to go ahead and send it. Oh, hold on one second. I do have a call out there. Let's go ahead and check out. Hello, this is Gina from Gina's Blue Theory. How am I speaking? Hi, hi, Gina. How are you? It's Jay calling. Hey, what's going on, Jay? I guess I talked you up. Did you get my message? Uh, yeah, yeah. And I still have um, some phone connection challenges, just so that you know, in terms of the fidelity. But it's all good. We'll we'll make do with what we got. Okay, okay. That sounds good. Yeah. Right, right. Nice, right. Thank you. Well, how was your day? How was New York? New York is hot and grimy. <laughs> hot and grimy? Is it? Oh hot? yeah, man. The heat okay. was. This was. This was like you know, being on the sun heat. I was melting all day. Turned to chocolate. So do you live in? You live in the city? Is it? You know, I've never been in New York. No, I went in my mom's stomach, but I never saw it with my eyes. Is it? Is it like you see on TV? Or I know there's some countryside. You live in the yeah, city. Well, depending on what TV show you, um, people watch, but um, for the most part, I think TV gives the wrong um, perception of New York. They either give the all-out, you know, thug life, or they give the Broadway, you know, big city life. Come in, and all your dreams come true, and the gold drops from the sky. And it's kind of in the middle. You know, it takes a lot of hard work, and it's not as, you know. Um, criminally insane as it would seem and there are little niches with unique communities Chinatown and over in Bed-Stuy with another culture uh, but but it, it, overall if I had a choice I would be living in the country with rabbits and horses and a lake because I don't like these tall buildings man. just too much okay. too much cement for my original DNA to handle <laughs> How long have you been in New York, if you don't mind me asking? Yeah, over 15 years, and um, it's it's been a, a, a um, you know, odd experience. It's not really the environment that I like, but the businesses that I'm in necessitate at this point my being in the city. Uh, but I'm hoping to migrate away, you know, so people, hopefully they can also start to look at the possibility of utilizing more of computer skills and technologies. Like I'm migrating much of my communications to the web via the webcam, et cetera, even for some meetings. And I'm trying to convince more and more of the people that I deal with, um, whether in educational settings or business, to do that. Because then when I migrate, you know, out of the city, I don't have to be up under them. I can be, you know in the woods, sitting under a tree, right, and, right. and, you know, doing business. So I can't wait. It'll get there at some point soon. 
you will hear rabbits and, and horses in the background, and <laughs> you'll know right. it's, it's happened. So, well, that's as opposed to the hustle and bustle of New York. One, uh, I'm going to go ahead and check in with the time, and I had a question for you, if you don't mind, mind me asking. It is now 10.42 in the p.m. You're talking to Gina and Jay out here, Gina's Blue Series. Um, today is July 18th, July 18th, 2012. Um, you were there, my question is, and I know it's pretty sad, I was talking about it the other night. We had, uh, I think, about, maybe about four shows ago, maybe. Um, we had... Mm-hmm. And about, you know, I, I I acknowledge the fact that, you know, there has been two times in my history, in my life, um, that I saw that all people came together. And mm-hmm. I hate to say, I hate to say it, uh, because it's, it's, no, it's, it's not a glorification kind of thing, but uh, the first time was the L.A. riots after the Rodney King hearing. I've never seen so many, I've never seen people working together quite like that. I mean, white mm-hmm. people. Hispanic people, black people, everybody handing handing everybody loose. Now that I mean, that was kind of like a, a feeling kind of thing. So I mean, you know, of course, I guess you know, when when it has something to do with crime or come up, you know, everybody's in on that one. But the second time was uh, 9/11. Were you mm-hmm. uh, doing 9/11? Oh yeah, I I was actually um, doing a gig teaching when it happened. So yeah, I saw the second uh, plane hit. Yeah, I remember that. And to talk about us all coming together as a nation didn't last very long. Went right back to the usual. Mm-hmm. Remember, people came together during the O.J. Simpson trial too. Did they? Uh, well, uh, well, in California, they. I mean, because we were, we kind of kind of hung out there. We cruised down O.J.'s, you know, because O.J. O.J. and Nicole actually lived on the same street, and so you know we mm-hmm. didn't cruise. But you know, well, I didn't. My from what I heard, the community down the Crenshaw community. The one in which he went to, you know, once he was freed, uh, I heard that they, you know, were kind of like, well, you know, what did he come down here for? You know, you didn't come mm-hmm. down here this time. He's all at the Magic Johnson Theater, and everybody's like, what are you doing down here? You know, so mm-hmm. he wasn't really welcome in the community here. I mean, in mm-hmm. what in our, our, our our community that was considered the, you know, Lamert Park, the Crenshaw area, you know, that's, that's the urban areas that represent and have the theaters and things that are, you know, uh, in uh, in acknowledgement of uh, Black American history, I mean, you know, so I mean, he was a well received there. So, well, I guess in New York, maybe. I, I mean, how did it go down where they they came together? Oh, everybody said he was guilty. <laughs> you referring to to how it went down with the OJ or generally? No, how it yeah with the OJ. How did? How, yeah, I what mean, I found was that it was a color thing. Blacks were very supportive of OJ. Well, blacks and browns and even Hispanics. Generally, and Caucasians, whites, Euros were um, against him, and uh, just like in the Rodney King uh, situation, I think when tragedies occur, one group figures if it's a black person that's supposedly guilty, that yeah they did it, and the brothers know that the sister and sisters, uh, we know that the system tends not to give us the same uh, equity when we get in court. So even though, in my humble opinion, it seems as though O.J. was involved, even if he didn't do it, I still think that the justice system works the way it's supposed to work, meaning even if you're guilty, if you have a good lawyer and you go in court and evidence isn't sufficient to find you guilty, you should get away. Um, <laughs> and, you know, that's yeah. how it should work. But, so if she doesn't fit, but, you must have quit. Yeah, I think... 
what happens is September 11th, OJ and all that type of stuff really brings up the true emotions of what's going down. People keep it suppressed for a long time. But when when things get war, we bring that out. So the, the thing would be to find ways to communicate like you're doing and very few other shows on these topics. Because otherwise it's just kept secret. You know, we talk about it at the dinner table or in private. I never have a community dialogue. It would be wonderful if a president, mayor, or governor had the gumption, the chutzpah to have a few town hall meetings on racism and colorism and sexism and, you know, how how they impacted Western society, are they still in effect, who's been affected, and then and find some solutions. But, but I don't think we discuss it enough because I think it's a wonderful tool of the system to, to keep people oppressed. I really think it's a tool. Well, you made a you you well. I touched I touched you with some uh, information that I I was you know handed, and then you touched me with some information. And then my brother called in, and then we yeah. kind of networked. Uh, you know, um, if you don't mind, uh, you can go ahead. Uh, well, I already told me your name is Jay, and you're they know you from Long uh, from New York, and I'm from Long Beach. So I don't know if um, I, I I was. Talking about you actually because uh, explaining that you know one of the first things that you said that we can do that we should do is to get healthy. Yeah. You know, and we're not healthy enough. You know, we're not eating the right foods, and I mean, you know, and and then also as well as uh, meditation. That's mm-hmm. another. Well, you go ahead, babe, because really, you you were giving me the information, and uh, but kind of wanted you to share it with them. Yes, the. The health is health is wealth, and, but if we, I kind of alluded to this yesterday. We get so busy just on the treadmill, the rat race, you know, trying to pay bills, trying to catch up with meetings. Some people dealing with housing court or with social services, standing on the food stamp line, this line, that line. Many of us don't really have the time to think, meditate, and eat right. They're like, boy, are you crazy? I'm just trying to get by. However, if we took the extra time, I think, to meditate and focus and eat right and, you know, maybe get into some martial arts or something. What we'll find is that it really gives us a clearer mindset with which to deal with the challenges. I always look at things from a military standpoint, and if you're getting whooped by the, you know, enemy, however you think of the enemy, you then have to, it behooves you to re-strategize and say, wait a minute, you know, how can I handle this better? What can I learn about the challenge? How can I be a stronger warrior? Um, and I think being a stronger warrior comes from improving diet and meditating. And also, I wanted to mention yesterday, I forgot about it, hooking up with similar-minded people or people who are also getting whooped, even if they aren't similar-minded. They may say, look, you know, we're not the same religion and, you know, you are this degree and I got that degree, but all our children face similar challenges. So how can we team up on one thing? For example, purchasing together. I'm going to the grocery shop, you go in, four other people go in. What about if we buy together? Or schooling, you know, after-school yeah. program. Okay, yeah, I, I got a great after-school program my children go to. How is yours? Um, but I think we don't do enough of that because we don't even talk to each other, at least in New York, on the street. You see a brother or sister on the street, the brother thinks you're trying to rob him, and the sister thinks you're trying to rapture her. We need to open more, you know, hey, what's up, how you doing? Oh, cool, all right, and keep bouncing, or hey, I got some info for you. 
I met a sister at the bank, uh, when was that, two days ago. Was that two days ago? Yeah, I think so. Anyway, and, and she's doing buying her house, and we started talking, and she had taught one of my children, and we're going to discuss a few things that we can do together. So we need to communicate, but also communicate, I would say, with people even beyond the skin tone, meaning they don't have to be brown. you got some very conscious Hispanic and uh, Caucasian and Asian people. You see them sometimes. If you look at social services, for example, you see some of the volunteers, and you could talk yeah. to them and meet one that, you know, say, hey, can I get your number and we can talk again. They may not even be a caseworker that the person is working with. I always keep my eye out for gems wherever I go, at the subway, at a concert, somebody that stands out that is either speaking, you know, consciously or they're showing a certain vibe if somebody falls down. Who is helping to pick up the homeless person if they trip in front of us and say, oh, that was deep. Hey, what's up, bro? Hey, what's up, sis? How you doing? Oh, blah, blah, blah. You know, kick it around. It takes work to find these right good people, but they're out there. And once we come together, you know, we'll be the ones hopefully to help balance the ship for the planet. But never give up. That's always the thing. No matter how much stress you're under, keep strong to know that everybody's going through it. I know brothers and sisters that are, you know, on the next level in terms of socioeconomics and money and fame, but they're going through their own challenges. People just don't know about it in the media because, you know, no hip-hop star is going to come out and say what's going on. But everybody's going through it. You're not alone, whether you've got 10 cents to your name or 10.5 billion. Just stay strong and don't let the sucker system beat you up mentally. Because once your mind is, is, is weak, then the body goes with it. Well, you know, I was talking, um, you know, I was uh, talking with a group of minds and, uh, you know, I was trying to help her out with some, uh, you know, getting, you know, getting some help. And, uh, but I guess what angers me the most, uh, you know, I don't get too angry because I've been, you know, I try to find ways to get around uh, the politics that I run into. Uh, I guess the thing you're going to have politics. And that burn, you know, I just, I really have a distaste for this politics. And I really, you know, I I can't be angry at anyone who uh, gets into the uh, human service field and social worker field or case manager field when they had intentions on making good money. You know, you can't really be mad, you can't really be mad at them because they have a goal. But also too, you know, I mean, it's 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 kind of it's it's kind of a thin line between, you know, giving a, a, a patient a stand what what we consider our standard of care that we are uh, uh, provided by legally and ethically to give to clients and you ensure that they have the best resources. And when you have, you know, when you have the uh, the social worker or caseworker who, you know, went to school for it uh, really doesn't, you know, I mean, well, it was to make money, you know what I mean? You know, some of us do go to school, you know, for, for pay, you know, so when you have when you have a, a school-educated, a, a school, only only school-educated caseworker or worker, you know, they come into the field, all they pretty much want, they want to make money, and that's why they went yeah. to school. But I find... I don't get too angry about it, but it does kind of like, well, you know, you want to just, they they belong, they belong more in corporate than his social work and, and you know, being a, a, a community people person, it takes a lot of, uh, you know, you really, eventually, 
if you don't have a heart and you, you really have in it, people will see you. You know what I mean? I, I see it every day. You know, you know, some of the new people that I run into that, you know, when I when I'm when I go into the agencies where I go, you know, some of the new people they're they're cold and, you know, they're not they feel like they're not being trained right. So I said, Well as opposed to until I can do any, until I can do something about to really make it change, I'll just go ahead and allow for these agencies to remain in business, you know, as long as until I I take the place and do it the right way, you know, the way I see it. You know, maybe I'm more so, you know, maybe it's a uh, idealistic kind of idea, but I figure if you, you know, if you if you train each of your employees, that means in, you know, social work case managers, if you train each one individually, or at least, you know, about how they're and how they should deal. And then also give them, provide them. I mean, when you're when you're well rounded, one thing I can say is the school, the, the school study works when you want to apply, you know, the knowledge what you should do legally and ethically. Because everybody doesn't have ethics, you know. Now, when you say legally, then everybody can kind of get on that page. But you say ethics, ethically, are you providing the best care you can? Are you giving that? all the information you have or are you holding back on something? Are you not giving them all because of your 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 issue? And I, I find that's a lot of that too. You know, I find that uh some of these things that you know, I mean they pick it shouldn't be a to me it shouldn't be a pick and shoot. It should be help everybody. It should be not no, not not you know, go by track records and so forth. I mean, you know what? You know, I was told by my mentor as well that, you know, everybody deserves a chance, a chance, and another chance, and another chance. Who, who gives anybody the right to say, "Well, I draw the line here, and I'm not going to give, I'm not going to help you as I can because of what you did years before." I think that's, I think that's a tragedy, tragedy for people who really may have, you know, turned around, who really uh, want your help. I think it's a travesty, and I think that's, that's gonna, that. All that does is, you know, because I'm de- I was with it, I was dealing with it all night and calling, you know, these these cent- centers out here, uh, treatment centers, and you know, there are eighteen thousand and ten thousand and fourteen thousand and well, I thought you guys were state and federally, even the state uh, county bed ones, they want a down payment five hundred dollars. I'm like, you know, come on. Now, when a person came, when the person came to me for help, that was the first time. So this person's crying out for help, and I know this person would never have came in for help with that, other than asking for money or something. So it's like, okay, this person really, oh, she needs, she's serious because me of all people. So, you know, when I'm calling these people and they're saying five and they're down and they're saying it's a wait list and then you have to pay to get on the wait list, I was just really, you know, the last call I got was about maybe two, three o'clock, and it was from some guy from, you know, the, one of the same agencies. They've been flipping me around ever since last night. It's, it's just like, my God, I can only imagine that if I were calling for myself, how I would feel. You know, it's like, okay, well, five hundred dollars waiting list, but you can't right now. So you give them five hundred dollars, and then what do you do until then? You know, you you know, what do you really do? I'm like, wow, you know, the the, I don't know, I don't know how they, I know what I know how the books lay it out for how we should be, but I don't know how the states by state, uh, how they put and reinforce or what they train, or what they tell the uh, social workers and caseworkers coming out into this society of people without, you know, personal life experience. 
So that's why I, I just bring my life experience along with my study skill. You know, I, that's basically what I did. I just wanted to get the education time. You know, because I, 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 I eat, sleep, and drink it blindfolded. So I got that part, the life experience. Because I walked it. I literally walked it. I walked it. Me and my children walked it. So now the study school is so in place, I know the right way to do it. What's the right way to deal with a client? How not what, you know, how to you know, manage and make make sure you want that person to get the best and for them to succeed. And I think that's what life coaching really did for me, too, is being a life coach is, is the same thing. It's, you're helping that person, you're helping that person make, you're allowing that person to make the decisions. You're helping them with their life issues. You may be helping them organize their homes or you may be helping them take their medication on time. But you're helping them. But you're encouraging them as well. You know, you have to be encouraging. You know, I, I say that because I don't know if I would have made it if, if no one, you know, kept telling me that. It's going to be all right. Hang in, hang in there. What you just said was just what we all should say to every each other. You know, don't get down. Like you said last night, don't get down. Don't let it overcome you. Don't let what you see as it is overwhelm you. The best case scenario will be something about it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, you're 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 good at that. What can we do? You know, we have work on it. We already know what's the past. You know, we know what has been done. What do we do today to save us all? You know, because it's about saving us all right now, really. Yeah, re- related to, you mentioned a lot of outstanding points. Um, I think the big picture is that our system is a top-down system. Even Reagan and a lot of politicians say it, top-down. But what they mean by that is there's a pyramid on top, tend to be European, or uh, rich folks that are brown also. They might slip into that group, the Obamas, etc. At the bottom, you have the blacks and natives. And globally, if you look at the trends in genocide and poverty, you got Haiti, you got many nations in Africa and the Caribbean, and some nations in Central America and South America. Um, so once you come to the, even in Saudi Arabia, the darker Saudi Arabians and even in Israel tend to be the ones with the worst jobs and the ones they're trying to ship out now. So once we all come to that realization, um, and of course where the average white person fits, I think, is in the middle, meaning that the system will kind of work for them, but even some of them fall to the bottom for different reasons. But once we have that top-down system and come to realize that it's not a personal thing, you know, when people are rude and act prejudiced, you know, or sexist against us, then I look at it like, okay, this person is just stupid because they don't even know me and they're being an idiot with me. Then I say, okay, I don't need to pull out a Glock on them and I don't need to stress out. How can I handle this the way the system, how I can bring up about effect? So what I tend to do is I write tons of emails from email addresses and IP addresses that are not traceable because I don't want to go there next time and have the people, you know, poison my, my tea or whatever. Right, so, right. Yeah, create an email account that's just for sending complaints and use it. I use mine every day or other day because I know that if we create a paper trail of complaints, at oh, some yeah. point somebody in the justice system or some, uh, you know, religious leader will say, look, we had 150,000 complaints against a certain corporation. And, you know, there's a class action lawsuit going on. But also, um, public servants 
us and people in, you know, social services supposed to have some kind of humanitarian, decent bone in their body, many people go in more for the paycheck, and some people go in, but they're looking at that top down, meaning they're going to give people service who walk in who look like they have money or who happen to be lighter skinned or, you know, fit into some other very limited um, criteria for who gets treatment. But everyone else, they're going to turn up their nose at you, even though they're supposed to be there serving you. And that's where the emails come in. Send that email, and what I do is I don't just send it to the department, because what they often do is, oh, we'll take care of it, and they just laugh about it, have popcorn, and it's a joke. I re- research which government agencies and which international organizations and media deal with that industry. For instance, if it has to do with homelessness, okay, which UN um, deals with it in, 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 in uh, Britain? Is there a media entity? And then when they get that email, they have about 20 CCs, but they also, unknown to them, have BCCs. They don't see the BCCs. And I send to BCCs because when they get a call from someone they didn't expect, they think, oh, man, this didn't only go out to A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H. This went to a ton of people. Then I find that there, there are changes made. Um, but what we often do, we both um, socioeconomically challenge black and white people. Our complaints tend to be gossip. For instance, if we're on a long line and they're not serving people at the hospital and folks, we just, you know, they're doing this and that, please, blah, blah, blah. And guess what? A Caucasian or a richer person would walk in and say, who's the manager? Listen here, I've been here for 20 minutes according to the law, blah, 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 blah. And they make changes. I think we get either tired of going through it or we get to feel like they're doing us a favor. Well, you know, my insurance is government insurance, so they must be doing No, they're not doing you a favor or me. Guess what? They're getting paid. They're getting paid. Just like if someone, if Pop Daddy walked in with a million dollars and said, look, I broke my arm. Here's a million dollars. Hook me up. They're getting paid. They're not doing us a service, even when it comes to food theft. There are corporations making billions of dollars off food theft. Billion. So it's not a, it's not like, you know, we have to hold our head down low if somebody's getting SSI or food stamps, etc. Hold your head up high, go in there, roll up for those food stamps or SSI and demand service. You know, this can is dented and I I'm on my I got my little food stamp in and I don't want a dented can. Thank you very much, you know? We we need to really roll on it like we're millionaires. And, and and be proud, not that we don't want to, you know, continually evolve and try and get to other levels of, of on the socioeconomic and educational ladder, but no matter what level we're on, people are getting paid, so give us quality service. If they don't, create that secret email account and send those emails. CC it and BCC it to organizations and go in the room next time and smile, knowing that, okay, you make a problem with me and your booty is on duty. <laughs> And um, make it work. Another good thing to do is get a manual from the, for a guide, meaning the rights. What are the patient bill of rights? Excuse me, um, do you all have some information on the rights of, of customers here? Hey, excuse me, what department do you come under? Who's your department head? Oh, thank you so much. And, and research it. If you deal a lot with a certain government agency, it behooves us to take maybe, you know, five hours and read up on the agency. What's their history? You know, how, do they have many complaints this year? Uh, are they state or federal? Uh, what's their policy when it comes to complaint procedures? Because some people, some organizations, they make it tricky. If you don't go through A, B, and C in the complaint procedures, 
and you try and call a supervisor, well, did you go through A? No, I didn't, but I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, play their game, go through A, B, and C so that they have no excuse not to. Now, of course, you shouldn't have to work this hard to get a little bit of justice and equity. It should just come being a human being. But because we're top-down, like I said, it doesn't happen. So, you know, we got to just keep pushing on and strategize. And if I could just add the the degree of educational system, it's a double-edged sword. It's almost like being on a plantation as a slave and buying a new um, suit to go out in the field. We're still on a plantation, a global plantation. So my thinking is, yes, try and pursue the degree if, if we can afford it or if we can get, you know, some assistance to get it but not expect the system to change just because we have an associate, bachelor's, PhD, master's, whatever we get, realize that they expect us to come in with a degree, tap dancing. And if you're not tap dancing at the right tempo, then they still strategize and squeeze you out. So uh, it's, it's an uphill battle, but I look forward to it. That's why I meditate and do martial arts and, you know, try and eat right so that when they come with their drama, and they could be any color, by the way, because you have some... And black folks in positions of power that are even worse. They got to prove to the slave system that they're good Negroes, you know. And they really go off. You see it in these brutality cases sometimes. But people can do it. I encourage them to keep keep pushing on, keep pushing on. And when they make that first billion dollars, you know, just send me my 99% check. <laughs> <laughs> Here's something else. Here's something else. There you go. Survive. Did you hear me? Did you say 99% or did you say 99 cents? I said 99%. I'm joking there. You oh, know. No. oh, okay. okay. No, I, I thought you were going to say 99%. I'm like, okay, so you got the value. Oh, no, no I, I got some Western blood in me. I've learned well from the slave master. I'm looking for 99 <laughs> You know? You are stupid. talking all that stuff and he wanted 99%. He ain't that real. No, I'm just joking. Okay. You know, I, I I like to have fun and make jokes about the challenges. If you take it, if you take it too seriously, it'll just drive you, you know, over the wall. Like night, pretty much. I mean, if you know, light of something. But then also too, I noticed. And he said, the reason I came on tonight time. Well, let me go ahead and finish up. Actually, guys. Live on Genius Roots. By the way, your signal is for mine breaking up and down. So I don't know. Um, it's intermittent right now. I'm hoping Big Brother didn't put us on, you know. You're intermittent. I can't hear much of what you're saying. Um, you, know, you're, but, you know what? I can tell you this. You're pretty good. I tell, you're pretty good, anyways, because. Uh, you know, you know, you know what you you know what you're talking about. Big Big Brother always has that eye looking, you know, and his hand and his hand out, talking about I want you, you know. So the deal is, you know, you know, yeah, yeah. you know, you got to always know that he, he is so so really so looking, and you know the thing that I'm hearing about, you know, uh, you know, and it's pretty much if you're yeah. staying up wherever you go, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. I I got kind of freaked out because uh, a couple of years ago. I was over, I think I was over my sister-in-law's house, and she pulled a, you know, they were actually uh, looking at someone's home uh, via, I don't know where, you know, camera it was, but we were looking at someone's home, and it was like, I was like, well, that's the recording, and no, it was, it was, it was actually 
uh, current, and cars were whizzing by. <laughs> I'm like, isn't that crazy? Like, well, who? So she asked. She said, well, no. Uh, you know, she said, I said, what is your mom? It was it was a, a lady's mother's house. She said she ever put her house up on sale because, well, in cases if you ever put your house up for sale, then that's when they'll put a camera on your house like that, you know, to show, you know what I mean, to, well, that's still kind of creepy, but it was really odd, and it was like, she lived in that house for 35 years, she never put it up for sale, so it's like, wow, your house is literally on the internet, and then as far as the whizzing by, you know, people can, I mean, see you coming, see you, I mean, it was just really creepy, so, and I know they got the Google cars everywhere, too, where now you can just drive anywhere, you know, if you've never been to Florida, you can go. You know, pretty much yeah, yeah. just on Google, right? Yeah, but what you'll notice is that they put those cameras on basically poor folks or on certain government facilities. You don't see cameras up in the Queen's, you know, court and in the Pope's facility or in the precincts when the brothers are getting, you know, their jaw beat generally, although you, you do find that once in a while. So I find the cameras are an excuse to keep an eye on, on this slave place. Um, uh, if we once if we, we put one cameras put in the politicians' rooms and folks negotiating with them in the Queen, you know, uh, in a court, in a, then I then I have some equity. So yeah, it's the same way in New York. Everywhere you go, they have cameras on you, and they're going to blame the crime rate as opposed to investing in social services so we can all have more uh, privacy. So there's a downside to the technology, just like Einstein and and Nikola Tesla knew that many great inventions would be used against the people, not to help the people. So it's up to us, all of us listening out here, to say, well, how can we switch the tide so that we don't go too much more in chains and have our great-grandchildren up in space still in chains, you know, tap dancing around with laser beams. With laser beams, right? Yeah, yeah. Off the chain. Well, you guys... I know he asked me, well, he asked me earlier. Uh, he asked me what time. He called me. He just asked me, my brother. He asked me what time, the bishop. How's he doing, by the way? I'm going to touch him. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and play. Uh, my daughter is uh, my brother out here. Okay. By the way, I'm not sure if you can hear me, but you can you hear me? Um, yeah, so you know, I kind of hear. I hear a little bit of static on your end, kind of like. Okay. On my end, but I'm gonna go ahead and check my equipment. Uh, when I take the uh, when I I do the little short music break, I'll check my equipment as well and see if it's everything is okay. But and everything. If it's not us, pretty- then we know it's something else going on, and we're gonna find Big Brother and book somebody. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know what? I wanted him to tell you about what what he told me that he uh, see he drives, he pretty much drives the same route. You know, all his deliveries pretty much. You know, he doesn't too much uh, go away from you know going driving. He told yeah. me. I'm, I'm, when I, I'm going to touch him because I want him to tell you because I right, and I don't want to tell it like wrong, you know, because yeah. I want him to say what it because I can't. What he told me, he saw up there, mountains, mm-hmm. and uh, they, our line went dead. By the way, sorry if I'm interjecting as you're talking, but it died. 
Can can you hear me? Yeah, now I can. Yeah. yeah. But I'll hold on. Um, you know, through the little technical snafus, the food and, and knowledge is good, so nothing can stop the momentum for uh, freedom. So we keep rocking. If we kind of like, you know, I figure like this: if we all just kind of bind together, you know, and, and I mean, it's. Just, I mean, people really need to stop looking at people. I mean, everybody needs to really. But I mean, you can't really actually make, you know, other. You know, it's just a fear. You know, because they they don't. You know, some or rather, you know, they have those issues. They, uh, a lady who said she had been assaulted by, and and she had an issue. And you know what? Being a per- being a person that you know, and when you're a victim of crime, you you know, I mean, of crime, and being it that you're a victim of crime, you have an automatic uh, issue against someone who looks like the people who you know violated you. So I do understand that. I do understand that. With that being said, you know, it's it's like like I said, it's, it's transference, transference. Mm-hmm. Uh, counter transference when it's a, a social worker against a a client, but transference. Uh, you look like my dad, and my dad, you know, did this to me, or you look like the priest that I went to school. You know what I mean? So with that, that's hard to get past. And so what we're supposed to do as human service workers is to give that case to someone else. If we have an issue with the way that the client looks, or if they tell us that they have an issue about the way we look. We need to do the right thing. You can't get past, I don't like the way you look. You know, like I was telling you guys last night about my boss, my ex-boss. How the young black lady came up to the desk, and my boss being a white, blonde hair lady, she looks like a prettier, kind of prettier Helen Hunt. And she comes, she, she walks out of her office, she sees the lady come up to the desk, and as soon as the lady walks away, you know, I know she didn't know her because I had just really started seeing her, you know, come in since I had started day. And I'm like, okay, she she waited and she, she walked away and she came up to me. She, what was that? So, I should have knew. I was like, oh, I should have thought about it then. Now, back, I knew it So my, our coach took us there to see the pre, pre-trial, and then we saw the trial. So I was fortunate that Carl Lewis and, you know, uh, the all Brown and Josh, you know, I've got a chance to meet them before they even ran, you know, before they became Olympic medalists. And uh, that was that was 
you know, an ex- that was a that was a beautiful experience. So with what I see now. Can you hear me? Are you there? You all guess what the last thing I heard. Can you hear me? Are you there? Oh, you know what? I think it's a Sony mic and you know what? Too it's expensive. okay. It's okay. Can you hear I'm, me now? I'm, I'm yeah, I'm I'm with I'm with your energy and spirit and as long as most other people heard we're gonna keep rolling, so don't worry about <laughs> it. Our people have been lynched and legs no, cut no. off. So this is small stuff. They can't stop us. What's up, man? We're rolling. Yeah, boy. I'm a class here, Bob. Yeah. Sorry for interjecting. They're going to have pros do it. There we go. Very, uh, you know, very, very low. Another thing I could try is calling back and see if it's uh, that that improves it. But we keep on rocking and rolling, sister. I think it's me. actually it's me and it's this mic. I, I this mic is new and it's a Sony mic and it it has like a little little. Now you can hear me now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm squeezing it. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to take a little music break. I'm going to have my son take it, take a look at it and check it out, see if there's something he can do with it. Or it just goes back to the fries. You know, the box is okay. a little beat up. You know, I'll just take so you it mean back. I don't have to look up no New World Order people and beat them down? <laughs> no, you don't. You know what right? happens a lot? If I could just interject this quickly. We yes. have a lot of valid grievances that come up with us. So you'll notice sometimes it's hard for white people to understand what we experience because there are times when what we think may be, you know, something that is illicit activity may just be something innocent. But it doesn't um, it doesn't eliminate the validity of all other claims. So so this is a good example of that. You know, we I was ready to call my homies and, you know, come out there and find these people messing with you girl. Call your brother up on the truck. He could have joined us. Like, yeah, man, let's do this, dog. (laughs) So all we got to do is beat up the mic, maybe. We'll see. Oh, you're breaking up again, so I don't know. This might be on again. It's definitely my mic, so I'm going to take Okay. All right, so I'll I'll just hold on. As long as as he can fix that and not burn down the whole place, you're good. You hear that? You hear that? It's play. It's Sony, can you believe that Sony? I'm done. Okay, we, we'll get Sony. Yeah, we, we're gonna. Yeah, we're gonna be. We're gonna come after you, Sony, because you know this, yeah. this mic was like sixty dollars by itself, and then I, I was know, told they I got, a got like company too. 
They got a lot of artists. Okay. Man. They should have more money than that. Sony Sony Music also, you know. Well, it was at Fry's. Look, I, I, got it, I got it at Fry's. Uh, I don't know if you know about Fry's out there in New York. but No, is that Fry's, a Cali like, thing? Uh, I don't know if it's Kelly thing, but I know it's a you can get uh, you get deals on uh, electronics like the 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 Miss Mac my Miss MacBook that I got she was only actually fourteen ninety nine and that was pretty reasonable for a Mac you know because Mac they don't they don't give any they don't have any discounts they have no bonus they have no they don't give any coupons you know did you mean fourteen ninety nine as in one thousand four hundred ninety nine or fourteen dollars and ninety nine cents? Oh no, fourteen hundred and ninety nine. But by the time oh, I added okay. everything, fourteen dollars. I was about to get you. You picked me on. one. <laughs> if, if if it were fourteen ninety nine, you know I'd have a whole bunch of them over here, right? Yeah, we could open a store. <laughs> but Pro, okay. the MacBook Pro. Okay. I only hear right now uh, white noise. So just so you know. It definitely is. Now, I'm not sure. Is it possible that some of your other listeners are also, if it's the mic, then they also will not be hearing you clearly if it's not only the mic, but the back. You know what I mean? So I'm not well, sure. Well, let me, let me send a shout out. Is that better? Can you? Okay, now I'm holding it. And it seems like I can hear me a lot better than I'm holding the yeah, actually and probably the base if you hold it. up your left foot up in the air and wiggle your right ear. Wiggle it. <laughs> Just Jiggle it. Yeah, it's better. <laughs> you dropped again though. Would it help if you dropped one of your song selections and then yeah. had your your engineer? Hook it up, you Einstein in the house. Look at it. Yeah. He's going to come and take a look at the equipment okay. and get it going on it. Because, in fact, I could double check and see if your people on air are having a similar. Yeah, it's happening on air also. Okay. I just turned up my speaker. And it's dropping in and out. So basically, the times that I am not hearing you, the radio uh, listeners are not hearing you either. They're just oh. hearing nothing or they're hearing me. So before I hijack, bum rush your show and end up as the DJ, you better fix that or I'll be on the air. Hey, this is Jay. Gina is You know, you better get that fixed, girl. I'm coming for your paycheck. So, Dina, you want to play a song possibly? And then if it's maybe four or five minutes in length, one or two, then when you come back on, you know, maybe that, that uh, engineering issue could have been dealt with. Meanwhile, the people can hear a wonderful song or two. And whenever you're ready for that, uh, you can take it away. I'm going to go ahead and we're going to take a music break. It is now 11.25. And Gandina's signal just... This yeah. year, she's back. She's about yeah. to play a song We're for here you with all. We're here, Gina, and the and the sorrowful Sony Mike. It is now eleven twenty-five. We're gonna go ahead and take a music break. We're out here with Jay, Jay, and Gina. Gina's Groove Theory. Uh, and we can also call it Static Freak Groove Theory. Yes. <laughs> 
that free and being who's watching uh, with his watch why we're being good so with that we're going to go ahead and I'm going to play a song actually I'm a song from a friend of mine uh, she loves Mary J and of course you know Mary J was born in New York and uh, she has some trumps and some shows as well so we're going to go ahead and shout out there for Mary J as well and with you always providing me good, and you've been a, a wealth of information since I met you out here last night. I thank you very much. So I'm going to go ahead and play this. Much love, everybody. And hold on. Yeah, hang in there, people. Don't go anywhere. Static hang in there and keep the D. Keep your heads up, people. We'll yeah. be right back to you in two. Hey, yo, yo, Pop, yo, check out that situation right there, yo. Yeah, with some motions, man. Yo, honey, right there, yo. Yo, the fine Amazon, man. Yeah, yeah, she got it going on and on, like, you know what I'm saying? But she be trying to act like all of that, though, yo. So show us once, man, what's up? Yo, big kid style. No question, big kids in full effect, man. Yo, I'ma kick the Willy Bow Check it, yo. No question. Hey, yo, what's the 411, hon? What's the 411, I got it going on, Hey, yo, I got it going on. What's the 411, hun? What's the 411, hun? I got it going on. Hey, yo, I got it going on. Will I be pooping on this chair? The nigga from last year. Jabot's hanging back. He Tommy Hill figure top gear. Take no shorts. I'm doing lovely in all sports. Even swing the pole at the hole on my golf course. Some say I'm fancy because I'm horny and nasty. If I see some rugged joints, then I won't let it pass me. I take no shorts. Let sucker step up the seat. I'll flip the script and get harder than Jeopardy. I shot the sheriff in the motherfucking Jeopardy. Test me. Check it. I'm not keep sweat, but bet that ass that I can make it last. Skin turn their head so fast, they end up catching whiplash. If Hun's a monster, I'm Kyle Lewis on the meter dash. It's Grand Poover, baby, and I'm getting crazy cash. What's the 411? Let me know, Hun. What's the 411? What's the 411, What's the 411, I got it going on. Hey, yo, I got it going on. Hey, yo, what's the 411, What's the 411, I got it going on. Hey, yo, I got it going on. Yeah, Different than the next nigga seen you last week and you couldn't even speak. You try to play like Mr. All of That, but now you wanna come to me with some chit chat. I don't have no time for no wham bam, thank you, ma'am. Gas me up, get me drunk, and hit the stage and scram. The same old shit you pulled last week on Pam. I'm not having that. No, I'm not having that. You gotta do a lot more, and that's just how it be. I'm Mary Biden, you just ain't running up for me. I need a man who's looking out with some security. So come correct with some respect and then we will see. So if you're with it, then drop the seven digits and I might just give you a call. If you ain't with it, then don't waste your time at all. So what's the 411, huh? Honey was talking a little something, man. Yo, so what's up? Push up, man. I'm going to catch up with it in a minute right now and see what she's talking about. So set it straight, man. All right, yo, I'll get back with you later, G. Chill. All my love is all I have. And Grandpa is very special. All my life I look for you. And today your dream comes true. You need me and I need you. Grandpa is very special. Things you Kind of special. Love is life and life is living. Yeah, yeah. You're very special. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. You know it, baby. You got it going on a little something. So, yo, baby, you don't try. A little time. 
pop, pop. Yeah, man. Check it, man. Little resume with that skit, man. Yeah. Got that 411, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna see what the prognosis is, though. Yeah, yeah, that Woody Bobo, man. We flowing it on. Just bounce on up on that end, man. Yeah, take the skyline, man. We out, we out.
Hello, everybody. You're live with Gina from Gina's Group Theory. It is now 11.36 in the p.m., July 18th, Wednesday, 2012. Uh, I have a good friend out there, Jay, a good new friend out there. We're going to go ahead and touch him and see what – I just got a text. A shout-out there to uh, uh, Todd, uh, who uh, let me know that uh, Jay – and me, well, well, I guess we're uh, we're kind of we're kind of handling that out here today. So let's go ahead and say hi. Hey Jay. Hey. Yeah. Better. 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 I had to change. Tell him he gets a, a promotion. Uh yeah, I, I gave him a promotion. Uh, he, he's wearing the bottom of my footprint right on you know, the back of his shirt. <laughs> no, I gave him a promotion. No, actually, um, the new mic, which is, I had an older. And, uh, uh, bought a new mic, and the new mic, which is the Sony, is the one that's giving me. Problems. So it's, I don't know, it's a, it's at the base of it and where it connects, and the old mic, which is the old old mic. Let's see what this is. I don't even think it has a name. Singing. Oh wait a minute. This is a machine mic. This was from a karaoke machine, and it is outstanding. The Sony. Now see, okay. consumers, consumers, be aware. Now that doesn't make any. This is a. It says a singing machine, so we know that this mic belongs to a karaoke machine, and we all know okay. karaoke is not real singing. So by the way, I there were karaoke. sorry. There were a few points where this mic. I also heard some some issues. However, I'm not sure if it's on the air. Also, I have a feeling it may be. So I'm about to put my toddler down with my big son uh, because I have the phone in one hand and toddler in the other, and I'm going to confirm on the speaker. And let you know if you know some of the issues I am hearing, which are not as many as previously, are also right. coming off on on for your other listeners. Um, but okay. but you keep going on. I'm just putting uh, yeah. my Sony, young like toddler to, to my son. Other son. Y- yes. Thank you, Todd, out there. I got your shout out, man. Thanks, uh, man. Jay, thank you as well. Uh, yes, Sony, Sony. This is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Now this mic was sixty something dollars. And it is not outperforming the karaoke mic. That is a travesty. So we have to send that shit out there to the consumers, Consumer Report, Better Business Bureau, Sony. They must be making their equipment with generic parts. That's not good. It is now 11.38 in the p.m. You're here with Gina from Gina's Groove Theory. It's July 18, 2012. Uh, I already pretty much stopped counting uh, how many shows I've had. Uh, a shout out there to KXYS's uh, Express Stuff Radio, where I got my my start actually. Shout out there to Long Beach City College and my mates. I will see you this fall. I'm already registered. You know, I got priority priority registration. So I hope you guys did did what you had to do because when it gets down to the wire, there are not gonna be any classes left, and the waiting list is a joke. So you guys also know school starts August 27th. I'll be there. You be there. Or B square as well. Um, we've been bringing up a lot of topics. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, touch my brother. I know he's gonna be getting up. You know he, you know he drives truck and uh, and he drives all okay. night. Sometimes 24 hours, 17 to 24 hours. So I'm gonna touch him in a minute and see because he, you know, he uh, really enjoyed he, what he said. Was we keep we had in, we had it interesting and some of the things you guys brought up and talked about were things that people really don't want to talk about and but they'll listen. So in that case, yeah. you know, as well to you guys out there listening. I did notice, you know, when I was checking uh how many people were out there last night, there it, it was something a little funny about uh, uh how many 
archives. Because I, I don't know how you see it, but the ar- archive, live, li- archive listens, and live listens, and then it's a total. It's an archive, uh, right? Well, last night uh, I had like, well, I haven't checked it since earlier today, but it was like six, eight, you know. But the other days were like thirty-six in archive, and so I don't know. It could, it could very well, you know, be, you know, some outside forces working, you know, I, who knows? Um, because you guys did get get it kind of hot out here last night. You guys were talking about some serious uh, stuff. Uh, I mean, as far as you know, what. You know, and then that 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 topic that you brought up about you know what you know who are we actually living with out here? You know, if if there is, and you know I know that was kind of touchy, and that's kind of this, you know, in the society of people that you know I work with, and you know I'm a part of, people will say we're crazy. But the case is, you know, you do have to kind of some things that are kind of like way beyond a stretch. But then I mean, hey, you know, do you really believe that uh, Armstrong with the moon? And put the flag I'm sorry. On. I know I, I said yeah, there, there was some intermittent uh, interruptions again. And by the way, as a backup, maybe a cell phone. You know, you could call in, and I think do it like that. But you asked if I really believe. I didn't have the all of it. Yeah, yeah. I said pretty much. I said um, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of. We, you guys talked about the rain situation, the, the, oh, the ability yes, yes. to make rain and to make tsunamis, yeah. and to, you know what I mean. To make mm-hmm. weather bad weather, and that's yeah. what they're doing. And then throughout how we tell that's what they're doing. And then I had to remind him that the summer that he was born, they did nuclear testing in Arizona desert, and mm-hmm. uh, all the children that were born in the summer of 1963 in that region, in that area, in, yes, mm-hmm. exactly. California actually, uh, they they have been found to grow older and uh, have cancer. So with that, I mean, they've been doing a lot of, I mean, what, I mean, who, I mean, why would you, you know, do nuclear testing if you're telling these other countries that they can't do it? You know, if you guys did it, you know, pretty much we're the stronger country and, you know, we're all that and everybody wants to pattern themselves after us. Well, of course, if you uh, do a nuclear cloud in Arizona, well, that goes they along with China. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, you you set the example. You know, yeah. I, I was telling someone today, you know, you have to lead by example. So yeah. where I am, I'm not going to speak on that. Look, I, I keep it real simple because I'm not going to, you know, be the one to be a hypocrite and say, well, you should do this. You should. No, no, I'm going to tell you, look, do what you do, but get your business done. Just like how yeah. you told me. You said, get mm-hmm. on it, get on it. And I've been working. And I also, shout out there to Adriana, my manager. She gave me a a, a, a very uh use uh use of uh she she informed me about Vistaprint. Now I had made business cards uh, when I was with the uh, KXYS uh Express Yourself and those business cards were I made them literally at the uh, uh Kinkos. And they were a little bit rough. You know, they were really tiny and you you really had to have like not just binoculars to see but <laughs> like, mag- like a magnifying glass to see the words. So I, I did. I mean, but it was my first time, right? I mean, I did it myself, you know, on the printer there, you know, the little computer or whatever. But I found out that it's to print. So let me throw this out there: vistaprint.com. You can go out there, and you can get free business cards, and you yeah. get to design them the way you want to design them for free. To an extent, by the way, if you don't mind if I interject, by the way, your your thing is intermittent, your signal still. But regarding Vistaprint, they 
you you have to do two things. One, they have the last time I used them for the free cards, they have some templates that you choose from and then you put your text on it and they print on the business card vistaprint.com. Now, they may have changed that business model recently. I haven't used the free service recently, but just as far as I know, that's what people would get. So I don't know if you can upload your own design. Were you able to upload your own design? Uh, actually, I did. I, I I did the business cards, but I didn't send it off. I haven't pushed. You know. Oh, I got you. So you didn't you didn't finish the process yet? Yes, I haven't finished the process because I wanted okay. you know to make sure it looked. You know, I did so hard. Well, I did for my first. Like I told you, I learned everything about the. See, my niece and nephew. Uh, actually, they had they had the same card. So when my my manager came over last night. And she she gave me her business, her new business card. I said, "Well, this looks just like the ones the kids had." Like, yeah, it's from Vista Print. Then my daughter. Yeah, said, that's yeah, why it looks the same because it's it's a template. Meaning you have probably let's say a hundred templates. They may have a sun, you know, the sun on one and a coconut tree or a car, and then you choose. Okay, I like that thing. You know, I'm into cars. I do rims. Let me put my name on it. They type it in. The difference with the premium types of cards is you can upload your own design, and also it won't have the Vistaprint logo. But if you're working, you know, within certain financial constraints, take what you can and make it work. And then later on, you know, if you want new business cards, then you do that. But one thing I suggest to people, if you don't mind my saying, is not to put their not to put their home cell phone number and and home address on their business card because if you move really? then all your contacts you know they they come in looking for you and somebody oh. else comes to the door like hey say what's up say yo what's up <laughs> secondly you don't want people stalking you on your home phone number calling you know 12 in the morning talking about what are you wearing so a good way around it is to get a Google Voice phone number Google Voice gives free phone numbers so anywhere you travel you can transfer your Google Voice phone number to that number so once you put your Google Voice number on there, then if your number is, you know, 555-555-5555, kind of like a Dave Chappelle joke, if anyone knows about Dave. But anyway, that's another story. Oh, yeah, then, that's another story. I gotta yeah, tell when, you when people hear those numbers in movies and they call it up, yo, is Indiana Jones there? No, man, this is a movie. But anyway, <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, just, so then anywhere you move, you can use that number. Any number you have, and same thing, get a T.O. box, people that are in business, because then, again, anywhere you move, your P.O. box is good. Later on, people can consider the option of what's called a virtual office, meaning you got your little business on the side, you want to step it from uh, from a P.O. box to an address. They have deals where you can $50 a month or 60 You get to share office space. They might give you, you know, an hour a week. But then the customer doesn't know. So when they're writing you at whatever corporation, you know, 998 Park Avenue, it's really a virtual office, but it steps up your image. So I, I just rambled on that because to show you how before ordering business cards, people wow. consider some phone strategies, some post office box strategies, and the next level, some virtual office strategies, you know, and then make it happen. But, yeah, pursue your dreams. People have to have their own little thing going on on the side. You know, don't just depend on that 9 to 5 or that midnight shift. If you can type, get a little typing gig going on. If you know how to do massages, if you can fix rims, you know, make some cheese that way. Right on. You know what, I'm I'm thankful that you said that and I didn't send mine off because 
uh, I did put my my cell phone number and I did put my address. So, oh man, you're gonna have all kinds of strange guys knocking. Your son's yeah, better to load like up I the block that. right now. Like I need that, you know what? <laughs> that, yeah. Thank you very much because I definitely have to go back in and change that. So as far as uh, the address, what I do? Get a PO box. Yeah, yeah, get a PO box. And oh, just leave it cost. blank, right? Yeah, you can leave it blank. However, some people like to communicate in print form. They may want to mail you something, a resume or a proposal, you know. And, of course, you put your email address on there, you know, one that if you don't own your domain, one that, you know, Excite or, or Yahoo can't just take back because that happened to me before. I printed up a ton of emails and then Excite took an email address I had that was a really nice name, and I guess they're using it for one of their people. So that's another thing, too. If you can, you get a domain. You can get one for, you know, 5 or $8, um, and you get you get a hosting account as, as inexpensive as possible, and then you own the email address so they can't take it from you, you know? Really? Because it's all about, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's rare that Yahoo takes email addresses. I have never had it happen to me. Um, but, you know, if you're building long-term, you know, if you can get this relationship domain. Relationships personal relationships and business relationships, yeah, you should consider that. That that makes oh, sense. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, who hasn't been through the I got a business card with other information and you moved or you got yeah. evicted, whatever the case may be. You don't live there anymore, so, yeah. 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 I think, I do thank you for that, for that information because I, I, I'll just go ahead and switch it out. I do have on my card, it's going to, it's a good, all of my uh, genus group theory goes to Gmail, Google Mail. Anyway, so, uh, you know, I went out there. You know, it's kind of funny that you said that because after I got off and when I got home and after I got through talking with you, I did go out there and they offer a free video phone and some other things. I touched on it, but they didn't do anything. So I just kind of left it alone and got to the main business at hand. I'm constantly okay. always working, really. You know, I've been really seriously working hard on trying to um, – Make sure, you know, all of my episodes are, you know, because they offer you, like I took, I mean, we talked about this last night, you know, they're all a part of the same social network. And uh, if there's anybody out there that knows another social network that is not not tied to Facebook, blog, ta- blog talk, and, you know, share, you know, if anyone out there knows a, another social network that can reach uh, more people in the field that we're in. You know, uh give me a shout out, call in and let me you know, let me know of that social network. I know um but then yet and still that's Facebook. Branch out is is part of Facebook and I, I tend to think that uh I don't know who really runs Facebook or who runs but they're all in you know together. So I mean when you when you when you do the math they do have a mass. Like you told me how to do a mass to to my friends. Well, they have a mass te- text that I can send the show to all these. Little, it's like a. It comes up a, a little box with all these little different uh, networks in it, and it's all apart. It's face Facebook's first, and then Twitter, and then you know, yeah. uh, MySpace is. I think it's. A, I don't know. I think it is a well planned. You know, also yeah, too. Yeah, they claim Mark Zuckerberg is, you know, the full brains behind Facebook and, you know, his small team. But but much of what our communications portals and even the business Fortune 500 boils down to, you know, a small few companies, and GE General Electric is one of them, you know. Um, so my strategy tends to be utilize what I can with inside the matrix 
but then identify some independent uh, resources and, and sites and businesses and people where I can also have an alternative universe and an alternative business structure so that when inside the matrix decides, you know, hey, we don't want these slaves free, let's limit his or these exposure, then I still have the external option and people know, okay, if this site isn't working, cool, bulk's over here or call up this number. You know, contingency planning because definitely they're going to have some, some beatdowns waiting for many people. You do believe that all the networks are pretty much working together, right? Yeah, yeah. I I, I would say that globally there, there are very few um, major so-called companies that aren't a part of, you know, the, the inner circle that aren't controlled to various degrees. Um, it, it, it's sad that's how it is, and that's what a part of the global structure is to get us all, uh, from my research, under one type of economy, one type of military. They want to have, be able to follow you by your cell phone and your signals, know where you are, what you're doing, just like the movie 1984, George Orwell. It's it's really uh, scary, but it's, once we unite as a people and come together. Um, we can we can get over that. If I could quickly add, I, I thought of an analogy of what keeps us all people from coming together. We have on a timeline A through, but let me simplify it, zero through ten, zero being we're all born, five being we have a religion, and ten being concepts like heaven, nirvana, or whatever people believe. Very often we never get to the unity factor because around five being our religion, we then divide. And that's a part of why maybe some people, when they hear these topics, don't want to hear it. They just want to get social services advice, and they don't want to hear why they need social services in the first place, how the system is structured to keep them where they're at. They just figure, yo, just tell me where to get that cheese, man. I don't want to hear all this stuff. So if we can look before five, which is religion, as four, children going through stuff in school or challenges homeschooling or trouble in social services, before we get to the religious challenges, we can say, well, look, Let's work this out. You go to your mosque, you go to your church, you go to your TP, whatever you're into. But let's work these issues out. Now, when we get to the issue of heaven and nirvana, it's a similar thing happens. I tell most people, I don't think there is a heaven with milk and honey and angels flying around smoking a split. I think it's all a facade <laughs> created to have us thinking, well, let them whoop you, because guess what? You're going to get your milk and honey in heaven. I see no empirical evidence and no, no, nothing tangible. No one has ever come back to say, yo, man, heaven is the bomb. Two packs up their children. It's off the chisel, man. So without the evidence, I find it hard to believe. Now, what some people will say is, well, the evidence is in a book. And I, my response is, why would God, Allah, NGR, uh, need a human to write a book? You know, but even if they believe in the heaven nirvana, before we get to that point, since we're all going to die, how can we make it a better planet? So that if there's a heaven, cool. If there isn't, at least we make this earth a better place. So that's why I say zero, five, ten. We let five and ten stop us from coming together to deal with police brutality, racism, sexism, you know, bad microphones and all that kind of stuff. So we got to come together, <laughs> people. What's up? <laughs> okay, you do that. And I'm going to get you for that one. I'm going to get you for that one. I heard that. Yeah, bad Sony. Sneak that in there. I know you had to slide that on in there. <laughs> Don't let yeah. you have to get, you know, get really on them, right? Right. I know. When I um, lose my signal, I'll be like, hello, hello? <laughs> hello, hello? Are you there? Are Cut you there? me off. So, yeah, he thinks he's funny. Just kind of like that commercial. Uh, that What was it? Uh, I believe that was 
Boost Mobile. It's like, hello, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Can you hear yeah. me now? Can you hear me now? Yeah. Can you yeah. hear me now? Was it Boost? I thought it was Verizon. No, I think it was Boost. No? And I think okay. that's a little dots going everywhere. And that's where they came up with the tracking, and that's where cheaters, you know, out there representing and, uh, you know, following uh, people cheating. But, yeah, it was a little bubble. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and then they had the guy, you know, the big, the yellow, the green, the red bubbles. Yeah. You know, around. Just saying navigation, pretty much. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what that was, but but you can hear me a little bit better on this karaoke, right? I was gonna go yeah, do karaoke. Yeah. I was gonna do karaoke tonight at this uh this uh, little neighborhood uh, Irish pub called Clancy's. Good night tonight. Tonight is karaoke night, and of course oh. I did take I sing, you know, and uh, I was gonna go and do some karaoke, but I ended up doing karaoke anyway with the karaoke mic. So you okay. know, in a sense, I'm not singing, but you know, I could sing it. To you with the karaoke. yeah. What were you gonna do? A, a Michael Jackson, a, a Tupac, a Biggie, what, Bob Marley? What was up? What were you gonna do? A- actually, actually, I wasn't really sure. Um, I wasn't really sure what I was gonna do, but uh, my my friend wanted to sing with me, so I mean, we we're gonna kind of ch- you know choose from there. Maybe Tony Braxton. I felt like okay. singing. My spirit, my spirit. When my spirit is kind of you know, it's kind of like haywire, and that it's more so haywire because I've been doing a lot of. You know, like like you said, but it's better for me to do my own footwork. And I thank you for your assistance and what you know what you provide, what you've been giving me. I'm following it because you know what I'm I'm really I'm really about this this uh, this radio station, and I'm about you know it being honest and getting out there and making a difference. Really, truly, not making you know not talking about it. Just like they say, don't talk about it, be about it. You know, if I'm yeah. going to be making, then that means I'm making some changes in my in my community. You know, when I was at that city hall meeting a few weeks ago, you know, and I listened to that mayor, Mayor Foster, you know, I don't have, you know, I have nothing against you, but he is something else. He's a cut. Uh, sitting there listening to him, it was like, oh, well, he was really, you know, when you, when you talk about people working in uh, services and human services and working these jobs and being boss and, you know, and if, if that, if he were a boss, like, I mean, which he is, and he must be something quite Quite else because he has no he has a zero tolerance for listening. Um, mm. He he lets it know he let he be known right off front. Well, already dealt with this. We already made a decision on this. So I was wondering why did they even take a vote? A vote? After, I know what, why you know, even show up? You know, you could just stay home. Yeah, and then and then <laughs> get get this. Well, my friend Brian sent me a copy of it, so I think uh, I, I saw my email. I checked. I have the. You know, now all of the emails, you know, Google and American Online, all of them are together now, too, as well. So, in Facebook and all the other social networks together, too, and have this thing called Key Lock, Key Lock, Key Chain. And I think I accidentally keychained my uh, iPhone where all of the, e- the emails are together. See, the Google is just for the show. And the my my Windows is just for me, that's personal. And my Yahoo, I just use it. Like you said, that's that's for fictitious, <laughs> fictitious going on. <laughs> you know, I want the casinos to know that, you know, I've already become a member of the and gambled all their free monies off. So I use the Yahoo. So I don't use Yahoo much, but I saw that you used it. So I figured you dig it more than, what, uh, Windows or Live? Well, well, um, Windows is the operating system. Microsoft has email also. 
and so does, I think Excite still has it, et cetera, et cetera. I use Yahoo, and I have some other domains that I have emailed through. But but Yahoo has been pretty consistent. Uh, so, you know, I do have Google Voice, though. I don't use their email much. But they, they a lot of them follow you through cookies on your computer, et cetera. So when you think and, you know, everything's cool, all of a sudden stuff pops up in your email uh, browser, not as a separate message necessarily, you know, it, it's a it's a challenge to keep your privacy, but we do what we do what we can. By the way, your microphone there's still some intermittent issues. So what is happening is some of what you're saying, I would say 50% of it, um, some of your listeners are not going to hear clearly. Just so that you know that that is is still it's not as bad as it was, but it's still not. But it's not as bad as it was. Yeah, it sounds like this, and so. And I was walking, and Michael Jackson. So that's what's going on. Actually, actually, um, if you guys out there, uh, well, there's some people out there who uh, have, you know, their friends, real friends I know personally. Uh, if you send me a text and let me know if they, you guys send me a text and let me know if you guys are hearing me. Just yes or no if you're hearing me well. Yes yeah. or yes, you hear me well. No for no, you don't hear me well. Uh, I'd be really appreciate that. I'm gonna go ahead and okay. tell what the time it is. It is now. One AM in the morning, July nineteenth, uh, two thousand twelve. You're out here with Gina Ruth Theory K K X R W. Your community connection radio station. We're out here with Jay. Jay is in New York. Uh, he's a wealth of information, and uh, he's readily available to pass it on. He's you like I I I kind of I kind of wonder why you know I, I've heard people I've heard a couple of people really. One person was talking about their cousin living with them, and that he didn't. You know, I will bring him in if I can get him some help. Cause he have a job, and he said, oh, I don't, I don't want him to, I don't want him to do any better. And I think him enough. So I was like, what? I said, you know, I said if you get him in, we can get. him. He he's like, I don't want him to get better. I want him to, you know, I want him to fail. And I was like, wow, like that. He's like, he said, I don't, I don't really care. So I'm like, why do you have him in your house? Why do you, if he's working, he's paying you anything? And you're not going to tell him that I can, you know, see if I put him into someone who can so he can get out, you know, so he can get, you know, start to get a foot up, you know. He's like, no, I I, I want to be like that. You know, I was like, wow, like that. And it was another person who uh, told me they didn't want to pass on any information to someone as far as the radio. How do you do the radio uh, show, you know. And so I'm like, wow. So I did the radio show, put it all together myself. So I mean, in the first couple of, first few nights, Man, it was something else because I, you know, sound check and I paid a lot of attention to it. But you know, when when it came down to putting in, going and setting it up, you know, they didn't show me all that. So I had to kind of uh, what do you say? Uh, uh, people say yeah, uh, yeah. nigger it. I had to nigger it up uh, for a minute, but now I finally got it. But with man, I have to get new mics. But I'm still waiting on my mixer as well. You, you okay. ever heard ZZ, Z, there's ZZ Sound. I do believe they're somewhere where you are in in the East Coast. Who's they're that? Online. Because yes, I checked this, my speakers and your signal was breaking up. So what I hear over the phone is consistent with what is coming through to your listeners, meaning the break the break in the signal the sound. Up. But you were saying something about a shop in yeah. New York, I think. Yeah, it's, not, it's, it's back east. It's ZZ Sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, heard of? Yes. Uh, no, no. 
Yeah, well, I had uh, ordered a mixer from them. And, um, have they said it? Uh, they sent it the wrong one. Then I had to send, they sent me back, they sent me DJ, a DJ mixer. So oh, it's, back, okay. Yeah. I sent back, I paid $25, sent it back, I sent it back. They were supposed to, there was a price adjustment, uh, $30 extra dollars. I did get a guy on the phone. Uh, he told me to go out. A few day, uh, like a week later, I called back to see where it was. I said, well, if it's not sent you know, I can just give him my back and I can get out of here and find And you, you don't know it's already. So another week goes by and I call in and I find out and I talk to this gentleman. Uh, you know, I could tell he was, uh, you know, like, and I talked to him and uh, he informed me that they never sent it out simply because when they went to charge it, that the, it wouldn't charge. See, I lost my ATM, I lost my Chase card, like um, maybe a week before that. So I had canceled it, but that was, he should have did that like a week prior. So I'm like, so you guys didn't clear it. You got the, you know, when they got, I, I had their package sent to them tracked. So I had a sort of letter as well as a signature required. So I was able to track it. And I said, it's there. It takes a couple of days, a few days. And so eventually I find out that they never sent it out because they never got the $38, but you got your merchandise back and I have no money. So it was, it was kind of a, you know, just to let people know, you know, that was kind of like bad dealings there. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you're looking, you know, it's these sounds. They they were really not you know, really, you know, forthcoming. And then they said, well, we'll why don't you charge me when you, for once, send out the Wrong, the wrong mixer. I want, yeah. you know, it wasn't a mix-up in what I chose. So you okay. sent you sent out the wrong mixer, and then okay, so I had to send it back. I had to pay twenty five dollars on top of how much that mixer was, and plus twenty five dollars. And then yeah. eventually, when you give me back the the, the refund, it, it really wasn't anything. So I was like, wow, you know, that was. Yeah. I, I'm doing pretty good without the mixer. I think what I really need now, so is just mics. Okay. okay. So when you, when you do when you do your um show the audio files are you uploading them to the server there or are you s- sending it from your home somehow? Oh, you mean how how do I upload my your audio? Music. Yeah. Um, your actually, music files. Mm-hmm. How uh, basically I do it from iTunes. I have iTunes. Uh it can mm-hmm. only be MP3 or MP4, all right? So the first okay. thing, the when I first did it I I didn't know really know, so I didn't know that it had it. So the, the music, the audio came out very slow because it wasn't MP3. They, the, how Blotuck has it, they have it where they have it where you can download. Everything comes from wherever your music source is, and they have it where you can embed your shows. That's what I've been working on too. The presentation okay. of when you go onto Blotuck and you see my shows page, we did. You know, I had to change that. Yeah, that's why you can go beyond the half hour. Exactly. Is that why? Yeah, yeah. If you don't pay shows that are half hour, um, I thought, but I had registered for some shows, and I recall that the free one, I think, was half hour, and anyone that pays, you get to do it longer. So I'm guessing you pay also, right? Monthly, maybe? Yes, I I pay. First month was free, and then the following month as well. Yeah. Now, what, well, do you I mean, think of, what, what do you think about using your cell phone to call in until the mic issue is um, fixed? Because the intermittent issue is still one, and so what's happening is some of your listeners are listening, 
but they're not going to get much of the gist of what you're saying because um, sometimes 50% of the audio is intermittent. Because you know you could do it like that. There's a slight difference in the quality of what they will hear in terms of the frequencies, meaning it won't be as rich. It'll sound more like my voice in terms of the frequencies. Of course, given that you're a female, slightly different frequencies. But they won't be intermittent. Okay. So they'll okay. Hear. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay, so female, right? Okay, I caught that one too. By the way, so you know you, how to you know how to do that one with well, the cellular. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about doing it, but remember when I was speaking with you this morning when we were talking after I, the show, um, I was talking to you on my cell phone, and you were like, I can't really hear you, so. I'm oh, okay. I got you. I mean, because my iPhone, when I was sending out my mass text, you know how fast iPhones are, and you can, like, it's like split second. Well, it's running yeah. kind of slow, so I'm not, you know, it's just, it's the iPhone 3, so okay. I probably need to upgrade, but, uh. You know, other than that, I'm going to go ahead and try it. Do you, you know, see if I can do it? If it sounds better, then we'll just roll with it, you know. Okay. Yeah, How's I remember that? when we were talking. Can you hear me a little better now? Yeah, yeah at times I it's just... fine, but after anywhere from 10 to maybe 20 seconds, it goes into a an intermittent phase where it's like the DJ doing those cuts. You know, that thing Grandmaster Flash does used to do. <laughs> And you so mean, it's like people are dancing, dancing like, oh, she's cutting it up. Yeah, go. You mean, go mean, she... <laughs> you mean mixing and scratching. <laughs> okay. yeah, I know. Say, I'm not scratching. My mic's messed up, people. I don't have a Okay, yeah. I'm not, I'm not mixing and scratching, and my name is not Grandmaster Flash. You might get a record deal <laughs> like that. Well, like, Yo, we like your Roxanne. scratching, girl. Roxanne, okay, Roxanne. <laughs> okay. Whatever life gives you, you know, you make it work. And you make it happen. I'm going to go ahead and touch yes. the bishop and see where bishop is because I know he's going to – I hope he's not running late tonight. He usually gets his start at about 12, but he takes off from the house about 10, 11. So touch okay. let him know we're out here. Oh, no. Don't, not, don't, give, don't give his full full map now. You don't want the Republican National Convention to kidnap him. Well, Yank him know, off. Okay, right, so they can hear him talk about how the yeah, black man pretty much... We have your brother evicted. pay us 10 slices of pizza. <laughs> yeah, okay. So they wouldn't want him because he'll be in there saying, you know what, black man invented this. And black because, you know, he was, he was... He, on the first night, on the first show, you know, he, he just threw it out there. And I was like, wow, you know, I mean, okay, but we will never be able to prove that. So but I had to tell him, well, okay, we know, we know what we know, but the history books did not, you know, put that in effect. I mean, you know, yeah. seriously, it didn't tell the history of the of the color, the color person, you know, there's no color. And when I say color, I mean Asian. They didn't tell the story of that, unless it was mm-hmm. Pearl Harbor or something like that or some, you know, something pretty negative. Yeah. But, you know, our our history, you know, didn't, it didn't get told. And then the Native American history is because of the elders passing it on. They do believe in passing the tradition on. You mean in the community, not in the mass media. The story of the oh, no, Indian. Yeah, yeah, that's right. In, in, yeah. in, in their family traditional way, they pass on. The elder tells yeah. the young children what happens. What the story. history is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And you don't yeah, get it we lost that. We lost that. See, when we came over from Africa, we had much culture. You know, Nubia, we had Kemet, which is also known as Egypt, but the older name is Kemet, and Kemet comes from Nubia, but Nubia comes from Ethiopia. Ethiopia was also called 
Abyssinia, but before that it had another name. I haven't found it yet. Abyssinia, I think, was a name that the Greeks gave it. Um, but our culture was very old. When we came here, we lost much of that, not all of it. Places like Louisiana, a few little places have a little bit of it, but we don't know the oral history. So while Native Indians tend to be able to say, yeah, you know, this is what happened, sitting bull, crazy horse, the Apache, yada, we, you know, can only go back maybe to Martin Luther King, and then we skip to, you know, John Brown or, or Frederick Douglass, but, but the real story beyond that, we, we lost. So it's important for radio shows like this to to um, keep spreading that that knowledge. But what you you heard what they're trying to do in some states. They want to say that talking about African American slavery and the Trail of Tears is too distressing for school children. I don't know if you've heard that. So they think oh, it's no, yeah. Now they can talk about mm-hmm. the Civil War and World Trade Center, et cetera, in, in the system. In yeah, but they can't talk about us and how we got and still get pulled wow. down on a, on a continual basis because it's meant to make people assume that that history really didn't occur. Yes, so, exactly. That's, that's what I told my brother. I'm like, where are you going to show me a book where it doesn't say Alexander Graham Bale invented the telephone? You're not going to find yeah. it in the book. You're not going to, you know. And, you know, I had to, they tell more of, uh, uh, you know, the Chinese, and they tell more of those in, in adult schools now. You find them seriously, not, you know, promoting kids to go into adult schools, not to finish high school, but in adult schools, they do have uh, the history of how the, uh, that's how I see, that's how I found out about the, how the era uh, Nevada was, uh, the railroad tracks were built up there, and, how, and who was hanging, and, and how many people were lost. So, I mean, they do do that in adult school. They tell the history of you know, a little bit history about color, some of it, color, yeah, yeah, but, some of but it. not, but yeah, I mean, not the atrocities, and you know, really, you really have to sit down with a, a person of that culture. But I'm, I'm gonna also throw this out there too, uh, the way that you, you know, I told you about uh, Dr. Amos, uh, Amos uh, Wilson, who he spoke uh, about that. He he said it's all the, in no disrespect to my professor at uh, Long Beach, uh, Mr. Mudia. He had said that too, enculturated. Enculturated. Yeah, have you heard of that word before? Uh, no, no. But I'm guessing it means that you exclude someone's culture, almost like revisionist history. Uh, it, 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 enculturated is, he put it, and you know, I mean, you came up with some really wild things when, when you guys were talking. But how he put it was, enculturated means that we have been let word culture itself. Now, how I've been using it, since I've been on the air, and you know, I I I've had this view of everybody bringing what they're what they're best at. You know, I mean, the black people bring it, the Asian people bring it, the Spanish people bring it, the white people what they're best at. You know, what they're good at, just like Asians are good in education. You know, black people are good in you know, as far as resilience, we we we're resilient. Anything else, even though you know we have the other issues, but resilience we are because we're still here. Uh, Native American is a traditional family. Uh, you know, we can bring it in. You know, out the culture. Well, how Dr. Amos explains it is uh, the the culture issue. The, the word culture itself was it is a it's a way of just using the word is more so a way of how we take commands because. Culture is a conspiracy in the way he says it. Culture is what they have put out there for us. 
our culture and they embed us with these commands by saying that we're a culture, grouping it all in the same group. Yeah, that's what culture is. Culture is defined by grouping, additions, uh, you know, the how they live their life, their, their trials, their, their tri- tribulations. That's how they're made up as, as a culture, right? So that's what we, you know, that's what we feel is culture. So it's a good thing. Well, he put it was a conspiracy, actually, and think in being enculturated is that it's been embedded in us. It's been embedded in, and it's only to follow the master, the command of the master, the master creator. He says, so you got to check it out. I don't know how many get to you, but you have to check it out because it's really, it's really deep. You know, it's real deep. And like he said, empower the culture. You know, the culture. Which is where does this all belong? And who owns everything? Is it really not? You know, it's not. You know, the lower poor people. So I mean, we're not owning any banks, any. Uh, he said any boats or no. We're not owning any hospitals. You know, Cedar Sinai. And I don't know if you've ever been to. California. You know, here. You know, Sorry, they have. Been to where? Because you broke up. Have you ever been to California? California, yeah, yeah, I came out there. Well, when you were speaking about, uh, you know, telling the, the history of the tragedy, you know, it just dawned on me. You know, in uh, pretty much Hacienda, they have the the museum uh, of tolerance. Now, that is in acknowledgement of the Holocaust. And it's the museum displaying everything in it about what happened. So I find it kind of hard to leave. Other than that, this is the only way I can see that. When, when, you, when you said that, that means that, you know, nobody wants to tell your pain. No, you know, we can't tell the pain. They won't write about the pain. They won't tell what happened. But in in fact, that they would allow, and this is right on La Cienega. La Cienega is a big picture. It's the Museum of Tolerance. And they show the pictures of the, uh, the survivors as well as the, the lives lost in the Holocaust. So, yeah, that makes me wonder. Now, why is it that none of us, I mean, no, no race that has been, uh, you know, Pretty much dogged, murdered, um, you know, uh, enslaved. Um, none of us can have a. I, I, I haven't seen a museum for you know uh, black people. I haven't seen a museum in for America. I, I mean, I, I don't see a museum displaying the trailers as well. So, I mean, but they have. I mean, one of the the Holocaust is one of the biggest. Well, until now, what's which, which going on now over in Europe told me it's not just Africa. So it's like genocide going on right now. But in fact, uh, out there, that's where all the money is, where the difference is, where most of the Jewish people So I'm pretty much right. So By the way, your signal, is, your signal is, is very bad for out? the past. But, yeah, for about 30 seconds, it's gone back to how it was when you were on the other microphone. But I got yeah. portions of what you were saying. It sounded like mm-hmm. about the Jewish Holocaust and yeah, how there are many things excluded that, that our people and Native people have experienced, um, which is also Holocaust. In fact, longer if you put it together. Although some Jewish groups will claim that um, the Bible mentions the Jews and that they're the same Jewish group, but there, there are many arguments to the contrary to say that the present um, groups that call themselves Jewish aren't actually the Jews and that the actual Jews are from Africa. I've spoken with many brothers who have, oh who have been goodness. telling me this. 
Now, you know that there's a related topic. The Coptic church, Christian church comes from oh, yeah. Egypt. You're right? talking about and the world's tallest church. You're talking about the world's church with the tallest pillars. In oldest, yeah, probably the oldest, as far as I know, the oldest um, or second oldest uh, church structures in the world. Uh, but wow. Many people are not aware of that. But it actually relates to your social, socially conscious, social services objectives, meaning many people need uh, uh, from food stamp health to mental health to housing, and they exclude from the, their thinking and discussion why it is that consistently when you go to these offices, the groups tend to be of a, a darker hue, even in New York City. When I was in Florida, you know, it was a similar situation. So so it's important to address these issues as to, well, why is there so much um, lack of diversity in, in Wall Street and in, in the executive offices of, of Congress and the Senate and, and et cetera, et cetera. And forget the fact that we have certain um, figurehead leaders who are black or Native American, but they're outliers statistically. When you really look at it, the average person is getting beat down. So I, I never give up on that discussion because I know it's one that has to be, you know, addressed. And I'm glad that you you have been so open to, you know, these types of discussions. Um, that's wonderful stuff. Yeah, you're kind of, but you're not now. You're not like this. You're breaking up, and I'm hearing bits and pieces of what you were saying. Oh, so that's all. Awesome. Wow. Okay, I'm. Also, it's going back and forth. Yeah, because now you're breaking up. So if I'm hearing you break up, okay, maybe it's not just, you know, maybe it's not. Yeah, maybe it's just the mic issue. Maybe it's aliens. Who knows? You know, who knows? Yeah, yeah. But what was that? We might might need to call Sharpton. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So he can. (laughs) Not Jesse. (laughs) Jesse will say, my people must speak. Speak, they will. <laughs> Have you seen the episode? Because we're in that we have on tape, the Boondocks episode, where uh, you know I saw the Boondocks episode of uh, the the cool guy who's the uh, civil rights activist with the blonde uh, lady, right, white lady, and then I I did not know until I saw the DVD that I was telling you about that they were talking, they were depicting in Boondocks, uh, El and his uh, I guess his white counterpart, the mm-hmm. Coltrane, is that a right? They were depicting um, them on on the boondocks. I saw yeah, that. I got some I of thought. what you said. It sounded like you were talking about a boondocks episode and yeah, Coltrane. I'm not sure if you meant the musician. No, not not John. Not John. Okay. Yeah, not John. I'm talking about the female, the blonde female who runs L. Sharpton. You know, they kind of tag team. Oh, okay. Okay, I don't, I don't know the person, but now I understand what you're saying. And they did that on Boondocks. That's interesting. I saw the episode. That episode is. I saw that before I saw the DVD about uh, the the state of man. And then it was like, wow. So they were depicting on Boondocks. They were talking about Al Sharpton, and you know, also too, uh, they made it quite clear that we don't have any leaders or who, uh, who I, I think what has the courage or they don't have the know how to be able to tell their people to get in there and fight. You know, you tell okay. us to fight, okay. you know. Mm-hmm. You know, and that, well, that's don't forget the that there's a Sorry, there's a third option that they are told by their handlers not to do certain things. Sometimes it's not incompetence, but it's 
that it's a part of their boss's plans. They put somebody up front, and they say, oh, you go out there, and you say A, B, C, and D. By the way, is my signal breaking up for you? Uh, no, you're you, you're pretty clear of that one because you, you didn't say anything bad. That was kind of you know that was kind of nice. So. Okay. That was, you know when when we talk nice, so, you know we're pretty much. Now we're yeah, just if I start talking over. the Malcolm X stuff, then it'll get like Malcolm. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, like shut him down, shut him down, pull the plug. Shut him down, uh, shut him down. Whenever they're saying a little bit too much, I'm gonna go ahead and check in time. It is now a twelve twenty-five a.m. July 2012, you're here with Gina today on Gina's Theory. Uh, this is and our invisible DJ, don't forget that, cutting it up. And our, invis- yeah, our invisible scratcher, uh, we'll, yeah. we call him King T. Uh, is that yeah, we, we want to thank them for their global efforts to <laughs> mess with the program. <laughs> J. Uncle Sam, he's out there representing <laughs> on the turntables and bringing, you know, bringing some, uh, what it, we would say, a of allegiance around here. Um it's been, last night's show was good. I did just up to see if he's going to call in. I have to yeah. be, you know, I can't, t- if I'm not looking at the screen, I don't know. But um, he should be out and about soon because he said okay. he had a great time out there. He, he yeah. enjoyed. And you know what? I was in early last night. It was really good. And uh, you know what I wanted to ask you, though? What I wanted to ask you, does the rain out there in New York? Well, that's my question. Did it rain today? No, how much is the rent in in New York? How much is it? Oh man, it the rent is. I'll give you an example. A one bedroom in just a decent community would be fourteen hundred to eighteen hundred. For a one I don't know bed- how that compares to California. A two bedroom would be eighteen hundred to maybe twenty five hundred. I'm talking in a, you know in a neighborhood where it's, it's it's average in terms of you know safety, et cetera. Um, Manhattan is the worst, of course, for prices. The Bronx okay. has slightly better deals. Uh, Brooklyn has a few deals that may be a bit lower. Um, but, of course, if you if you move a bit up to Connecticut, you're looking at maybe a home for six to 900 in a you know, pretty decent community. How, how are the rents out there with you all? Is, is it comparable, lower, or higher? Uh, actually, depending on, uh, you know, the ocean. So if you're living, if you're living more inland, uh, it gets steeper. If you're living close to the ocean, then you're paying more. So say, uh, where I'm from in Redondo Beach, uh, one bedroom will run you like maybe twenty seven hundred dollars. Oh, so you you all uh, you all could be, and that's for an average place. That's not like for the place where you know the big time celebs would be. You're talking about for an average oh, family. Yeah. No, no, we're we're talking about the people who have money, the people never really work for their life, you know, their whole lives. They just kind of live off of stocks and bonds and Wall Street. Mm. They live like that. So, no, you won't. Okay, you, okay. you're not no. talking oh, to no. the average person. No, 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 not okay. for the average uh, or either the homeless family. No, 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 that's, you know. You what would an put, average one bedroom be? If it'll be about 15 to maybe 2,000 in, in New York City, two bedrooms, maybe 1,800 to maybe 2,500, three bedrooms, something like 2,200 to maybe uh, 29,300. What would one bedroom be over there, for example? A typical bedroom, a typical bedroom in Long Beach would probably run you about 750, 800. Okay, so you all are much lower than than uh, the average. Uh, yeah. If the further you are from the beach. The closer you get okay. to the beach, the higher the you know, mountain. And where I'm at, 
So it's it's pretty reasonable because it, it's a low income uh, housing here. Further from the beach. It's, no, I'm right down the street from the beach, but you know. They, okay, okay, when it, I get when you. It, but, when it comes to yeah. when it comes to you know, mental health and things like that, you know, they have they have uh, facilities uh, oh, in I which that they your properties were they own. So mm-hmm. they own this this particular property, and of course, you know, they own me, but they own the properties. Because yeah. of my affiliation, yes, of course, I uh, I was able to live there, but uh, it's pretty six hundred dollars, but it's it's huge, mm-hmm. it's huge, it's nice, it's been nice, but uh, yeah. you know, like I said, I don't know if you heard me out there, but uh, you know, I have this neighbor who he's just something mm-hmm. else, and, and so I'm like, uh, wow, well, been here almost a good two years, about two years, so you know, sometimes you gotta you know do some change, and the other question I'm gonna ask you. How did that when um, you sent me you, you sent me a email and you told me to go to email when I went to your Facebook there was a long notice uh, important notice that said that anyone takes a likeness and you know how does I mean is that is that when you get published from Facebook or that's just how you set it up that was awesome. I was like wow. you're referring to on my Facebook where I indicate that. The information is not to be used for other purposes by governments, etc. Yes, yes. Yeah, exactly. no, that wasn't. That isn't an official Facebook policy procedure. Uh, what happens is I just copied it from a friend who had similar verbiage, and I used it. Yeah. So tell me, what's the deal with that? I mean, uh, who were you directing that towards? Is that towards the people you're in who are going to be on Facebook, or who are going to be touching you, or is that for? No, no, that was really just, that was there for the purpose of preventing um, people and organizations who don't mean me or any of my friends any good from taking information from there and trying to use it against people in some illicit way. For example, I'm I'm into, you know, if necessary, hunger strikes, tickets, boycotts, etc. I don't want information on that Facebook to then be used in a publication, for example, without our knowledge, or in some meeting to plan against the boycott, you know? Um, So there's some things, of course, beyond your control, but I just put it out there because, you know, I I want to let the system know, you know, my my people are my people and we're not to be messed with and this is not for you to, you know, turn and twist and edit in a way to make it sound like it's not, you know, uh, the intention that we originally had. Can you send that to me? I mean, can anybody do that? I mean, really? Yeah. That oh, was yeah. it. Yeah. It kind of startled me. You know what? Your 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 profile picture. <laughs> you or some. <laughs> you know, you were kind of like, whoa, picture. what's up? Whoa, okay. Yes, because you know what? For some reason, we were looking at him yesterday, looking at uh, some of his his shows. So when I saw that, I said, wow. So I, I think that was a sign for me, you know, personally, since we had just been watching, like, several episodes. I was like, okay, so that's a sign. And even though it was funny, was my 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 friend said she she's like that's David E. And I was like, okay, it's not. She's like, he looks just like it. I was like, okay, now that what did your that friend is, say? You know, I'm sorry, because you were breaking up. What? She was like, he looks just like. <laughs> she, she thought you look like you know like you. It was you, but you just look. You mean like my him. physical picture? Yeah, the the profile picture you have. <laughs> oh, you know the profile picture. Is um, a comedian. I know. I know. That's what I'm saying. She was like, "Oh, so he he looks like David." 
And I was like, Oh, oh. I get you, I get you. Yeah. I was like, Come <laughs> on out. Is Dave? <laughs> yeah, no, so I, put, I put Dave Chappelle there because I try to use my profile pictures to spread a certain vibe and message. And Dave Chappelle is one of the few comedians out there who really cares about the community and turns down money if he feels like people are trying to make him look like a dive turkey, Uncle Tom, et cetera. So I give him so much props, man. For a month I've been asking my friends, you know, post his links, support him. Because once you can get somebody through the barrier, it opens the door for many other people who have similar levels of consciousness when it comes to their comedy. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, I put his, yeah, sometimes I put Malcolm X up, sometimes John Brown, you know, sometimes Bruce Lee. Yeah, sometimes Larry Davis. You have some serious stuff on your page. I mean, serious. Oh yeah, they they mess with me some sometimes, but you know they send me warning. Facebook send me all kinds of warnings. Yeah, they do that. Yeah, yeah, they. But you know they can't stop the progress, so I often post an email address. So I say, yo, you know, if they mess with me, here's my email if you want to stay in touch. And you know, I set up another alternate. Uh, universe also, and I'm going to start promoting that on my Facebook. So, yeah, well, it's all about spreading the message and communicating and, you know, raising people's consciousness. Well, tell, me, um, tell me about the uh, public. Okay, you're you're not like a... Your page doesn't just come up. It, it, you, you're published. So what is published as far as Facebook? I, I don't understand. I did click to be in your publishing, right? And then I created a... a a group just for us. I, when you check out my Facebook, you'll see that. And I saw you liked every. I've never had so many likes. Of my it was like, what you like? I was like, okay, you were, you were liking all the the things that I was posting in my awards and stuff. That thank you very. Much. But what's the published thing? Uh, that, are you referring to because some of what you said was intermittent? Are you asking what is Facebook? Um, the process of publishing or publishing generally, you know, for books and things like that. I mean, what is published? I mean, I know published means book, writings, or publishing, you know, what is Facebook's published? Yeah, I, I think mean, I got what that, you said. Yeah. Does it mean you're published through Facebook, or does, is that their thing? The things that I publish? Yeah, I mean, I know you're Arthur, you're Arthur but th- does that have anything to do with being published on Facebook? Oh, no, no. The, the, I think I understand what you're saying. Do, do the things that I have published have anything to do with Facebook in terms of their rights or publishing through them? Is that what you're asking? No, no, no. I noticed that okay. some people some people are published and then you can subscribe to them as opposed to... Oh, I get you, know, you. I get you. Yeah, yeah. What, what is that all about? Yeah, what happens is you can subscribe to receive what people's postings are and consistently. So if you if you do that, when they publish something on Facebook or, you know, post something like that, then you're going to see it. You can also unsubscribe so that you don't receive all that stuff. Um, there are several layers to Facebook that get even more deep that I haven't really gotten into. Not I don't mean gotten into with you. I mean gotten into to read up on so I, I really just use it to go and co- connect, subscribe to people. Um, I think that might be the term you're referring to. It's called subscribing. Is that the one? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You subscribe and then you get updates on what they uh, post to their page. 
Um, and it's helpful if you really, you know, uh, uh, in touch with what the person is trying to do, because even if they post 10 things and you only learn from one or two, it, it, it's really cool. So there's sometimes I don't um, subscribe to people because, like, if people are posting, you know, uh, booty shaking contests and stuff like that, I have a lot of colleagues and friends who, you know, they, they, they're into, an, not that they don't get down once every week or two with their mate, but, you know, <laughs> their focus on their page is, look, you know, I, I don't want some of my conscious people to get turned off. To me, I think it shouldn't matter because people are people. People are going to do A, B, C, D, eat, and then do what you're doing. But, you know, some people can't handle that. So I remove certain things from being published on my page because I have a few very conservative folks also yes, who are under aliases. Yeah. You know what? So I'll so put it to you. Could I, because I do have, there are some, you know, and I'm very about, you know, the postings on my Facebook as well. I don't post, I mean, well, you liked, a, did you like every uh, posting I've ever done in Genius Theory? Because it was like a whole lot of them. I'm like, wow. I thought the I ones that I read, I liked, and, and the background info. And the reason was I saw the not only the, the positive efforts you're making to, to empower yourself and your family, your immediate family, that is, but also the efforts you're making to empower people outside of your immediate family, as in your outside of your children, uh, siblings, etc. And that's a powerful thing. What I find is a lot of people talk, about support, but they won't take a second to click. They won't right. take a second to say, they'll talk on the phone, hey, what's up? Yeah, it's good. Hey, how's it going? Oh, yeah, man, I like your show. Oh, yeah, I like your song. I like your movie. I like your school, your company, your website. But they won't go and click like. I mean, how hard is that? So I think that a lot of folks are closet supporters. They need to come out the closet and, you know, go and call Geraldo up or Oprah and say, look, you know, I need to repent for my sins. So that's another reason why when I find people that are um, doing their thing, I want to embarrass their so-called friends into waking up, you know? So I went on your page and I spent about an hour. And I was like, yeah, okay, I'm going to make sure and read this stuff. And, you know, nobody's going to knock on my door, you know, and if they do, I just have an electrical signal, shoot them, and, and show the sister and let these people, you know, Galvanize, you know, light a fire under them. And, and, so you know about galvanize too. You know about galvanize so too. You oh, yeah, know about yeah. galvanize. So you yeah. know, do you do you you may know my um, teacher who's out there. Her, she she actually, I believe she her name is Sherry. Sherry Zampelli. She got us to I say uh, we took domestic violence with her and uh, introduction into uh, addictive behaviors, and uh, she. She brought that galvanized uh, whole concept, but I, I never, I never did grasp it because you know she's, you know, she's funny, she's, 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 she's nice, but she's a little bit, you know, she's a little bit extreme because she puts herself out, you know, just like Beyonce with the, uh, what do you call it, the she, Sasha, you know how oh, she, she someone else, Sasha yeah. yeah, yeah, she does that uh, toasting, she does toasting, so she does a Toastmasters. You ever heard of that? Oh, yeah, they're a wonderful organization for uh, women especially to go into to perfect their communication skills. They're wonderful. Yeah, they're sensational. Well, yeah, she, she's a part of that galvanized. I, I, actually, I thought she created it because, I mean, when she talked about it, she said, get galvanized. Get galvanized. By the way, 
sorry, the galvanized that you may be referring to may be an organization as opposed to the concept of galvanized, G-A-L-V-A-N-I-Z-E, which I'm referring to is the process of motivating and organizing a group of people so that they can focus on the goal at hand, you know, as opposed to talking about it but coming through and clicking and liking. But it sounds like you're talking about a galvanized that's an actual either corporation or website or some kind of movement that I may not know about. No, I th- I think it's the same thing because uh, pretty okay, much yeah. a tel- she does a telecasters oh, and she, you know, she had she was shy. She was, you know, like I say, everybody that's in human services pretty much have been there doing that. I mean, they're working with people with drug addiction and that's that they walk that walk. So with okay. her, she she dealt with a lot of issues growing up with the stepfather. So she, she had that. She had she ran up. You know, she was sixteen and you know was on her own and did her thing and. It was, so her thing is yeah. she was shy. She's a white teacher and listens to nothing but black music. I mean she I mean she can write she can recite all Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five as well as mm. as yeah. for classroom she play that. You know, mm. um, much love out there for Miss Ampelli. She has a radio show too, her and her friend Aaron. I'll I'll go ahead and send that. I don't know why I haven't but I need to share that, you know, as well. She's a really cool really cool Cool teacher, but when you see her, you're like, wow. But she listens to like all black music, and it's it's the it's the wildest thing. And she just and she performs at these Toastmasters, and I think it's her way of being able to express herself to come out. Yeah, you know to mm-hmm. you know, and I think that's what that whole get galvanized thing is about. It's like getting together, meeting together, getting out there, doing things that you've never done before. You know, and and your friends, your friends toasting you to do it. You feel me? Yeah. That's I think that's the concept of Toastmasters. And, and you're saying I'm... that you, you're saying that sorry, she is a Caucasian lady that uh, knows some Grandmaster Flash, et cetera. She knows it all. She knows okay. every every black song. She she listens to nothing but Bill Withers, and she's incredible. And during class, she plays it for us to calm us down. Well, really, to calm herself down. And then she'll yeah. recite. You know, she'll recite. What is it? Uh, the hip, the hop. <laughs> she's a, hip, she's it, a, hip. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. the sugar hill gang. She's good. She's good. She's real good. Yeah. So shout yeah. out there to her. She supports me too. She, so I'm gonna go ahead and um, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, share hers. Uh, you know, a lot of people talk about uh, you know from for one, uh, my my son's girlfriend Salima. She she says uh, she posts a lot of things too, and she asks that people like. Now I have a. I'm sorry. Uh, could you, you you broke up again. You mentioned your okay. son's girlfriend. Yeah. I think her name was Salina. Salima. Salima. She posts, Salima. Okay. She posts things like uh, you know, uh caring about some about being battered. She'll she'll post that and she'll say, you know, if you if you care about children then you would like this. So I'm like, Okay, but she blew me up today too. She she went out there today and she she shared everything that I put out there this morning. She shared it with everybody, with all her friends and she told them all to Check it out. It's you know it's great. I'm like, well, so shout out there to Salima. I did send her a text to let her know I'm on. I, you know she works, so she might not be able to get in. You know, and then Renee as well. Um, you know, you she, said Renee as well. Yeah, Renee is Shades of Africa. Uh, represent for them too. She's she's a lady I tell you that's a good friend of mine. Uh, she's been okay. really supportive. You know, and yeah. she's giving me she's giving me like she's gonna she's giving me feeding me. She's feeding me the information that I am to bring. Yeah. Pretty much. 
So okay. I'm, I'm just you guys made she's it real the, easy. She's the chef. It, well, I think she's the I think she's the cook. Okay. <laughs> cook is the cook. No, no, the, the, cook get, the cook gives it to her. She cooks it and then she gives it to me to feed everybody. There it okay. is. There and it is. You're the waitress, and she's the cook. Um, and you you bring well, it out to the people. I bring it to the people, and she, yeah, she, yeah. she told me she said they don't need you know we don't need to know things we already know. We need to talk about the things we don't know, the things that yeah. they don't want to know. And so you know uh, that's what I'm focused, I'm focused on. You know, I mean, and, as opposed to bringing in news about you know what's going on with uh, Zimmerman or whatever the case may be, because that's another that's another whole another situation. Because I told you about that 28 states that have been you know given the right to carry concealed weapons. That is an issue as well. And you guys know they're not giving it. They're not going to watch. You know they give it to you. So the deal is, who you know who can have these weapons? Who's gonna get that right? Yeah. That's right. Twenty-eight states, you guys. Twenty-eight states. And mm-hmm. as well, we we spoke about this last night. The people who used to be the um the, the plantation owners are now the cops and police and government officials. But just throw that out there too as well. So now they have the right to beat you as well. So back then they yeah. they just beat you, but now they I, I, they have. I know I know a few cops. Um, I do martial arts, and you know, one of the people I deal with is is an officer. I find that there are two levels of cops. One is one that takes that badge and thinks it means that they can abuse people. But there are some some really decent cops who try to make a difference. The problem is the blue wall of silence is so powerful that if you seem as though you're not down with the gang mentality, then you have your you. children to feed, you have your mortgage or your rent. So, you know, some people kind of, you know, act out more than they should. Um, I think in terms of a plantation, I think the cops would be kind of like the slave catchers that go after if you're trying to escape. And and the, the CEOs of the major Fortune 500 um Countries, I mean, uh, sorry, companies would be kind of like the plantation owners, and then we would be on. Well, I wouldn't be on the field. I'd be running away. I'll be seeing you chop that. that okay, they have to cut stuff. me. Hey, what's up, girl? Come on, they'd have, they'd, have uh, they'd have to cut me. They'd have to cut me. They'd have to cut me. Someone told me you'd be in the you'd be in the house. I was like, no, I wouldn't. They have to cut me because I'm too <laughs> I'm too hard headed and I don't listen. I listen to what I feel is worth listening to because I do. People tend to talk about things that they really don't know that what they're talking about. They're trying okay. to get in your head. Remember, you guys were talking about uh, it's all about mind control too. And, and in the DVD, how, how people can control women and control villages by using mm-hmm. rape and you know, there's all kind of tactics uh, that people use to manipulate uh, others. And I'm, I'm, yeah, I, yeah. I, see it, I see it in just my daily life. You know, the yeah, I mean the the tactics are. They're not. It's not that I don't pick up on them. It's just that it's like to the point where it's like, wow, you know, yeah. you have to. It's do called that. mind control, and another term for it is called psychop, psychological operations on people's minds. And that's reverse. And that's in other words, reverse psychology. So you tell me, you give me a guilt trip, and you tell me this, and I'm bad, and I'm I'm the one who's doing the most. That's just like when relationships, where the one who's cheating is like accusing the other of cheating. You know, you were do you were, and it's just bogus. Uh, yeah, I, I, that is so tired. You know. Yeah, it, sometimes you know, sometimes I think that mental game is what meaning. Sometimes I find that it's a reverse psychology. For example, when the system says, you know, 
oh, you're always saying that, but nothing's really happening to you people, when it's really happening, and, oh, you're just playing the race card, right? But then other times, I think it is a an oppression, almost like in countries where women are raped as a form of oppression, for people, natives and blacks, and even some poor whites, when you see a cop beat someone over the head on a picket line, that is a form of mental oppression, too, because in your mind, you're going to start thinking, it's not a reverse psychology, then. It's a thing of, okay, if I go up next, I'm going to get lumped in my head, you know. Um, there are different mind games that they play on, on people to keep them oppressed. And, of course, one of the biggest ones is the use of, um, the misuse of God as mm-hmm. a tool of misinformation to keep people, in my humble opinion, you know, pacified and accepting abuse in the hope that, well, you know, if I get beat up now, there's a better place when I die. And um, I, I think, you know, I keep mentioning that because that's one of the biggest challenges to overcome. Before slavery, before transatlantic slave trade, we had spirituality. We had our own stuff going on, you know. And, and much of it was talking. Is that what they were talking about in the DVD when they're talking about singing and dancing and singing and dancing? <laughs> because they made aware that, you know, that's, you know, we've been made aware that, you know, hip-hop artists are what the young people are looking at as heroes and as people who have overcome, and they they rap about uh, selling drugs and so forth. And, and no role models. And I, I haven't been anyone. I, I've heard a couple of uh, actors and uh, kids uh, actors said that they don't want to be a role model, so they're not trying to be a role model. But then you have these uh, Disney kids who come up, and then the next thing you know, they're you know they're a role model. Everybody's loving them. They're you know Mickey Mouse's favorite friend. They're at Disneyland. The next thing you know, they're somewhere you know, and paparazzi has a picture snorting some coke. So it's like you know, they kill they kills their image in a sense, you know, or either either it kill their image or to kids who are a little bit more wary wayward that would make them say, Wow, you know, they're you know, Kate Nashley doing drugs. I mean so I mean either either way it goes, it's what we it's what we allow our children to see. And these yeah. these people are representing I mean, you know, just like fifty cents. He he's in the he's in the D V D and also the one of the uh comments from David Chappelle, they had a little skit with him and he you know, it was it was kinda it was kind of funny, but then it kind of makes you think like, what? Because they asked him, they were like, where, you know, are you going to Disneyland or something? And he's like, he said, no, I just bought a, 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 a caseload, a caseload of cigarettes, and me and my family, we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna be smoking, we're gonna smoke, and I'm like, wow, like that. So in other words, so all black people do is, you know, I mean, it's like, okay, when we get a lot of money, we're gonna go buy what, a goodles of cigarettes, and we're gonna smoke for the rest of our lives. Okay, come on. Yeah. You know, like we talked about the R.J. Reynolds thing. You know, it's all about circulating that money. That their money circulate. It goes right into each other. And, and you know, like I told my son, I used to always encourage that you invest and that you put up something. And you know, I, I I was all about that. You know, investing, putting your money away. You know, and now it's like, wow. You know, it's like, why invest it in a in an institution? That's not gonna have it, or when I come for it, it's it's not there. So it's like you know, like I said about the whole Occupy thing. Uh, I got a call the other night that uh, uh, something down out here about the Occupy Long Beach out here. They they're still doing the Occupy, which I did still have my, which is my opinion. 
that, you know, pretending to be, you know, outside and homeless is just not, to me, it's not an effective way to make anybody care. Because if that was the case, if that was the case, all the people I've been working with these years, you know, that someone would have been, someone other than, you know, me, Cherokee, his crew, we wouldn't be serving them if that, if that's, if it's from games on the street. You know, sitting in a park all night for days and camping out and crawling in the tree, I don't see that as a form of giving people back. The the people who lost their homes with the loan modification. And also, too, let me let me let me throw this out here to you. Uh, I don't know if you know anybody. If you know anybody who is in who is in need of a loan modification, who has already been done wrong, they still have their home and they haven't lost it. I have a, a lady who told me if I bring them to if I can send them to her, and I ask her. I said, "Well, you know, do, who, who, you know, was it successful? Because I heard a lot of bad stories about, you know, some of these places. They they had to put pick lottery numbers, and you know, they told them they could help them, but then when they got there, they had to pick lottery numbers. That's like picking sticks. That's like fortune cookie kind of thing. So she assured me. She said, "Well, you know, there's no uh, there's no success rate." She said, "I run it." So when she said she ran it. That was all I needed to know. So, in yeah. other words, so people that, that are listening could could contact you, and if they need loan modifications, they can consider talking to her and and see if that works out, or email you. Right. I guess she's righteous. You guys can check me on my Facebook. So too, um, my son is working on my website. So uh, okay. it's not up yet. He's supposed to have finished it tonight, but it looks really good so far. But he has to finish the the work on it. But as far as that. Okay. Right now, I'm just doing the. Uh, I have the Facebook, and then I have the blog talk, which you know, people can also follow me there, and then Twitter, for right now, until I'm able to get, you know, that my website complete. I don't want to just be half, you know, have it half done. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that's. I'm not an IT girl, you know. I have the yeah. IT guy around most of the time, but you know, he's like Gates. You know, he doesn't uh-huh. want to give you too. He doesn't want to give you too much information. Okay. He, he likes to have you mentioned. You mentioned yeah. some great points. you mind if I quickly comment on some of the things you mentioned about Occupy Wall Street and those types of movements and also um, the A&R, the comment about music and 50 Cent? I think the Occupy movement is really the response of financially challenged white people to a system that is also hurting them more, meaning before this happened, the economy crashed, a lot of Native and black folks, and even some whites, were catching help from Jump Street. Now when the system crashed, suddenly, and I'm not talking about all Occupy groups, some have a more sincere approach, but I think most of it is very disingenuous, meaning they're not saying the system is totally flawed, women are abused, there are people starving in Africa, Haiti is jacked up, we're tired of these banks, we want a totally new system. What many of them are saying is they want the 1% to share what they stole from everybody else and give them a piece. So I look at them and I'm like, you people are crazy. I mean, this ain't nothing about changing the system, really. It's about the system sharing, like in France, you know, the people want bread, give them cake. They just want some of the crumbs. Oh, so and so you I look at me. them like, yeah. yeah. This was, oh, this, so this wasn't, okay, so the, the black people that I know that lost their homes, the black and you know races that I know that lost their homes, they weren't the people out there. They so this was a not a. It's kind of funny. So this was a, a Caucasian kind of thing going on. 
I think it was, now, don't get me wrong, there are some sincere white and black people in there. I have some friends that went down and took water and took time off from work, and these are real serious brothers and sisters. But the core of the movement, to me, seems to be, in my opinion, a false flag operation, meaning an evil empire that wants people to assume that change is happening will make something occur that lets everybody else relax, thinking, hey, yo, things are going on, good, okay, somebody's looking out for me, when in actuality two things are happening, one, a false flag, and two, the false flag operation itself is not about changing the economic system of fake paper money and of a Federal Reserve Bank that is really a private corporation that hijacked the American financial institution, and it's not about changing racism which is at the core of the American system and sexism, it's about giving the average white person a bit more cash that is stolen from Harlem and Watts and Nigeria and the Congo and Haiti and sugar canes and gold and silver. So really it's not for us. To me, so I never went down. I came close, and then I said, wait a minute, something's wrong with this. And then I saw them shut down a black politician. He wanted to talk, and they voted him down, claiming that it was a Democratic vote. And I'm thinking, this brother's been down since Martin Luther King was killed. What do you all mean Democratic? Let the man talk. I was, like, very angry. So, no, I'm not moved by most of the Occupy movements. However, there are some who have formed their own thing motivated by a false flag op, which is odd when you think about it. An evil empire has a false flag operation, and a few people get motivated and do their own thing and say, yeah, okay, they can do it, we can do it, you know? So it's it's a tricky thing. You have to be very cautious, I think, which groups you support. But you also mentioned hip-hop and um, some of the, you know, influence of hip-hop and some artists, both in hip-hop and pop, saying that they're not heroes. They are. If you're on TV and you've got some public young people checking you out, I don't care what you say, basketball player, rapper, singer, you know, striptease artist, you're a a star and people are going to look up to you. The problem is they want to make the money. They want to roll around in the bling and, you know, get the massages on each toe, but they don't want to be responsible for the actions that they do. So they say, oh, don't look up to me just because I'm peeing on people. Yo, I'm not, I'm not, you know, don't look, I'm hitting people over the head. It don't matter what's up with you. You know, it's it's a lie. They're they're disingenuous and and they need to be, you know, pulled back support for those types of people. But a bigger part of the problem is that A&R, it's called artists and repertoire. I used to be in charge of A&R at a record company. A&R has been hijacked, I think, by people that want to put out this um, stupid lyrics in hip-hop. Because, you know, I know a lot of old school guys, and I know some new school guys. And the new hip-hop is not really hip-hop. It's just it's um, brainwashing, act like an animal music. It's pop. It's pop. You know what? It's about that time. So you're going to stay on. Stay locked in. Yes. It's almost it's, it's a couple of minutes, a couple of seconds before I go off. So I'm going to go ahead okay. and send that, send that shout out for this, for this show. This has been Just Groove Theory. If you're, if you're out there, stay locked in. You'll be out here with me and Jay. This ends July July 17th, 2012 show. I'm going to go ahead and take it up with my intro. You stay right there. I'll be right back. Yeah. Much love. Yeah. And thank everybody for your support.
like these other guys Let me drop this on your mind I'm not here to waste your time I know what I from Genius Theory. It is now Thursday at 1.08 a.m. in the morning. It is July 19, 2012. You're out here with me and Jay. We're out here talking about a number of things, so uh, just hold on. Let's go ahead and tap back on in and see what he's doing. 
Hello. Tell what me what you want, girl. Oh man, sign me up. Say, can I take your home, boy? Oh yeah. yeah that's that's Jamie Fox. That's Jamie Fox. So send a shout out to him. He's on my Facebook as well. Yeah. yeah that's a good song. And that those types of songs, many of the young people, if they're listening to only certain types of hip hop love songs, they're really just getting the brute force, tie them down, and you know, stab them type uh, thing. We're losing so much of the, you know, sensibilities for appreciation and love and, you know, stuff that guys think you got to be a boot, you know, get out the out of climb out a tree and you know jump on it. it, it, it we're losing some. Tarzan, huh? kind of like that yeah, Tarzan yeah. and Jane. Bring you, on me, Tarzan. Jane. Me, Jane. Me, Jane. Oh, uh, yeah, what's up? Yeah, it's crazy. These, they're more like apes, <laughs> planet apes. They be cutting up, but. You know, usually, usually the last hour, that extra hour that I have, we, we usually have, like, relationship talks. But pretty much, you know, my regulars who usually would be in, I kind of, you know, I kind of just, you know, you know, my regulars, I don't know, they're missing the MIA. So the regulars, since they're not out here, we haven't been doing too many relationship things. But I did look on your Facebook, and I did see some some serious issues you had touched about. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I, I I think I know one of them if I'm correct. <laughs> hey, oh yeah, because I I think I put wow maybe is it the one that's put wow on? Yeah, yeah, there, there are a few. Elaborate yeah. on Can that. Can I just tell you my thinking on briefly yeah. what's up yeah. with relationships? Um, Elaborate. Because I have a lot of friends that are you know in relationships and they the drama of being in the system often leads the people having drama in their relationship that is unrelated to the person they're with. So you mm. come home stressed, but, you know, people have been on your case all day, and you, you're about to blow up and somebody does something stupid, and if you don't control that, you end up, you know, tripping physically or, or verbally. And, but on the flip side, with bills, yeah. money is a big problem. If money is not there to pay the cell and the light and the rent, there's going to be a bit of drama if people don't sit down and say, look, what we're about to go through right now is unrelated to us. So let's look at these bills. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> right. And that's true. Yeah. Finance, finances are the number one uh, between me and my ex-husband. Me and my ex-husband, finances were, you know, a major part of it because, you know, he had a lot of debt. And at the time, I had perfect credit. So, you know, I was bailing him out, and I'm younger than him. You know, he's 21 years my my senior. So I'm bailing him out of stuff then. And then I started, you know, noticing that, you know, I'm like, what did he have all the debt? You know, because I look around, he really has not anything to show for it. So it was pretty much like, okay, you know, I was feeding into, uh, but he, he was real mean. He was real mean. You know how some people, and, and like you said about sometimes people carry whatever they have on them from the, the back, from the back yeah, of the beginning on the job. Yeah. Oh, my God. No, you didn't. You, projection. I tell people, oh, yeah, don't. Oh, I, I had to tell someone today that projection, projecting your issue, and then that, uh, you know, it's like I have another person who says everybody got to get down. You know, like everybody sleeps around, everybody that everybody does. And he's like, you know what? You do that. Do it for yourself because I can say I don't do that. So you do that. And you can see the people that you deal with do that. Like I told my mom about Snoop Dogg. She said, she said why do you got, why does anybody like Snoop Dogg? He's disrespectful to women. He calls you bitches. And I said, you know what, Mom? You know, Snoop is cool with me. So I had to break it down to her. Snoop 
it's not talking about me. Snoop is calling bitches, them bitches or whatever. Those are the girls he he had he had, and so that I guess that would be his right. He had them, but he's not talking about girls he ain't been with. So you know that bitch and all that whole that doesn't refer to me. Like, he's never met me. So I mean I, I'm not gonna take it personal. You, you say what you want to say. You know, it doesn't really make a difference. You're rapping, you're making your money. I give you your debt and kudos. When I see people rolling, it doesn't matter what, except if they're doing something bad, even if they're doing something bad, if you roll, whatever. I got no hate. I don't, I don't hate on anybody. You know, it, it, I'll throw you in your depth. I won't hang out with you. But, you know, I'm, I'll be like, hey, more power, peace. You know, black power, you know, like that. <laughs> I didn't say black power. But, you know, I'll say something like that. <laughs> I said that. Didn't I? And, uh, you know, I'll send that out. But other than that, you know, I, I mean, I don't really care. You know, I mean, as long you know, when I see people progressing and I see people, you know, thriving and I see people pushing it, you know, I mean, I, I'm telling you, I, I have been from so many different stages, from the just from people not understanding why I was volunteering my time doing the things that I've done. You know, it's like, well, why do you do that? You know, I mean, you have to get the gist of each and every. I know what I'm doing. You know, I know what I'm doing. And I know the reason why I'm here. I know now the reason why I'm here. I'm here to be a, a, a different kind of assistance to my community, the community that I'm in right at this time, and any community that I go to. That's why my radio show will travel with me. So I have no, you know, it's like somebody asked me the other day, like, well, how are you going to do your show? Like, I take my show wherever I go. You know, I can, yep. I can go to Africa, okay, as long as they have Wi-Fi and clear, <laughs> yeah. you know, or maybe charter, I'm rolling. You know, so yeah, yeah. it's limitless. So I just yeah, need to make sure. Oh yeah, go go, go with to make sure you got a connection. Yeah, regarding Snoop Dogg and the bitches and Tupac and you know the N word, etc. Uh, a, a lot of hip hop I focus on because I know quite a few hip hop dudes, and um, our music is intentionally um, the A and R signs certain types of songs and certain types of words. Now I have friends who a pretty affluent white folks, their children listen to hip-hop, but they don't go out and act it out the way my Hispanic and uh, black friends' children do, meaning our kids take it to heart. They go out there and try and live the lifestyle. Generally, white kids enjoy it. They'll roll around, yo, nigga, this, that, but, oh, it's funny. Yeah, our kids are ready to shoot each other. So it's it's a very different reaction, you know. The two groups have not always. Now you got a few white dudes that I'm sure tripping and thinking they got to go out and shoot folks. But generally, it's our children. But it's it. I don't think that the fault is squarely on. And I say fault because I find some of the use gratuitous use of cursing often unnecessary. Because not every situation you roll up on someone and curse them out. That's you got to right. be able to say, oh, yo, you stepped on my sneak. Oh, my bad, dog. What's up? As opposed to, well, F you, nigga. Yeah, you know, that's okay. like an inappropriate human response to an innocent mistake. But we're taught and programming our children that everything should end mm-hmm. in some little beef. What you looking at, nigga? What I'm looking at, I'm looking at you. I mean, nigga, what's up with that? You know, and on. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, you are. Boom, boom, boom. Crazy. People are dying over this nonsense because it's programmed in our young children's brains to react like this, I think. So I'm not anti-cursing, because cursing, these are just sounds we make with our mouth. You know, it's just like, who knows what the F word means, really? What's the etymology of F word, and who gives it? You know, it's like simple stuff, but it's been trumped up, and now people kill, like over the N word. The N-I-G and N-G-R are very common in ancient Africa. 
Society has turned it into a negative by calling us nigger. But there's also N-E-G-U-S, which is a term for king. There's N-G-R, which is without the syllables because many ancient cultures didn't use vowels in their writing system. N-G-R was an original term for what people call God or creator. So here we are in a society that is telling us generally that nigger is a bad thing, but then you have Niger, you have Nigeria, you have N-G-R, and you could go on and on. You have Negus, N-E-G-U-S, and these predate nigger. So in actuality, we take black skin, brown skin, the word nigger, negus, and we dying or being lynched or fighting over it, when in actuality, it's a royal blessing, talking about God, NGR, you know? So right. we, we have right. much, and so a lack of education on the issues, ignorance often leads to drama, you know? And mm-hmm. I think they want us very, very demented. Um, but also regarding relationships, you mentioned, you know, um, the brother that uh, you were dealing with a, a bit more of the financial burden. In defense of the brothers, brothers out there, show me some love. Yeah, you know, we go through a lot. Black men have it very hard because the way the system is structured from the plantation to now, the woman is pushed in society as the breadwinner, as the, you know, matriarch. Nothing wrong with a matriarch, a female leader, but the black man could be 10, 20, 30 years older and Mm -hmm. still getting whooped to try and get a step ahead. And who has to step up is the grandmother, the wife, Mm -hmm. the aunt, the sister. And I see in many black and Hispanic even circles, the women are keeping it on lockdown. The men are caught up on, if not, you know, getting busted for some dumb jail stuff. They caught up on, you know, yeah, or or getting abusive with their mate or reacting on the woman, slapping her around. Trying to have more than one, you know, just trying to have it all. Just, you know, like the trisexual people, trying to have it all, you know. And like I say, I I had posted, I have a a writing about this, you know, and it was for, uh, you know, men, you know, I'm not going to say any race, but for men to, uh, you know, when a woman, when you meet a woman of, uh, you know, I don't know if you saw it. When you meet, it starts off when you meet a woman who has integrity with herself. You know, you come across this woman, and you know you don't you don't want anything more than that with that woman. You know, yeah. it be, be let her go? go, let her go. I mean, you know, you just in it. All you want is to play. What gets me is that you know, a man date you and date you, date you and date you, even though you tell him they're not gonna get down with him. You know, it's not gonna happen, Cam. They'll still date you and date you. Why? Why? Why waste? This is what I say. And I've told several guys. Why waste your your time on a a no? It's the challenge. A definite no. It's the challenge. Uh, yeah. Well, but they don't think but, it's a no. They think their moves are so smooth that before the next few years or fifty years is on, because you know it's a challenge. Some some. some well, they better talk to some of the. They better talk to some of the brothers I, I've known because simply when I it, it, what and I say this. Don't waste your time on no go. When you go out there on your for sure thing, and if you can't get a for sure thing, well, you know what? If you spend spend about five bucks, there's streets around in the area that you can go. You know, for what you want, for what you want. I mean, I mean, you don't want no names, no names. No, 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 no,
You know, they walking around all over the place. And five dollars, I think they've been giving up three for five and ten for ten. So, oh, you know, man. You New York is get probably around fifty. A lot of brothers okay. are about to move to Cali from New York. <laughs> the, the the property value on you know on on our vagina is is low here in Long Beach. There, okay. it's, it's at its lowest. The Dow is down. Nasdaq is down. I mean, women. I don't know. And, and you know, just like some women, we had this controversy about the blue ball thing. And some of the ladies, I, well, most of the ladies out here said they believed in it and that they had it too. So I was like, wow, these people. <laughs> like, okay. Wow. Are you referring I mean, to the blue ball, blue ball oh, as in yes. a male issue? Yes, it's a medical problem. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I, th- I think that there's some validity to that, though, that issue. Oh, my goodness, that's you. <laughs> so, yeah, and there was a medical term for it, yes, but, no, they blew it up. You know, from my understanding, I was told by a few guys who told me that it was invented in the 1960s by a man who invented it simply to be able to make feel guilty, you know, and give them some. That's what I was told. I mean, Several guys told me this. So why would they tell me that? Because that's like letting out your secret. Because I've been telling them everything. <laughs> you know, because I can't keep it right. Because like, oh, you think, it's, you think it's a negotiation tactic? <laughs> it, it was my understanding. It was. I love, you know, yeah, you know. We Googled it. Your Honor, Googled it. I would like. I would like to present my evidence as to why my partner should be uh, free and up right now. There's right. the blue ball theory, and uh, yes. as your honor well knows, man experience, uh, and this woman just don't understand, your honor. So, yeah, okay. Give it up. My niece just got married to her, but my my nephew maybe like three months ago, and when we started talking about it, I say like this week or so, she came to me. She's like, Auntie, she, he told me he he used the he told me he, he I'm like no, you didn't, and she's like, yeah. I was like, oh my god. So now they're young, right? so I'm like, oh no, he's not doing you like that. She's like, yeah, he said. I'm like, you know what? I don't. There's never been a case where I saw blue testicles. No, but I, what did I, he I, say I, about what? What was his position? Because you know, I got a message against the man writer, but he did he, he did he actually admit like, it? I was like, yeah, you know, he just smiled. You know, well, he was shot it down. Told me just about why why men do the things they do. Now one day, I mean, because he's like a young guy, but he has an old spirit. He's been around a lot of older older guy males, right, who, you know, some of the things he says are things that I've heard my old, elder people say. It's like he's he's like an old spirit out of a young, he just smiled kind of like, and, and I said, Kyrie, I said, no, you didn't. And then he's like, yeah, that's really, and then he's looking at me honestly amongst the other men. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, auntie, it's really real. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. all right. And then a couple of girls were like, yeah, I had it. That's only in Long Beach because I didn't take a poll anywhere else. Yes, yes, this yes. If you do more extensive surveying, you know, if, if we don't want to, oh, wow. I, I just got to say, we don't want to totally remove that that uh, defense off the table because it may lead to lots of problems in the yeah, home. So I don't, yeah, I don't want to take responsibility for any divorces and, and you know, fights. Oh, uh, okay. I'm, I'm leaving that on you. So is that serious? I mean, really, is it that? No, I, I do think I have, um, there have been situations like that in, in my personal life in terms of, you know, that, that type of ramif- physical ramification. And oh, so my that's God. that's why I, they I don't. Blue? I, Were they no, blue? No, no, no. Just tell me. No, okay. no but, but I think that that, term, that color is just used to, to kind of make an Manipulate. analogy almost to cold or ice, meaning to give that impression. Um mm-hmm. 
But I, I, I do think there's some validity to it. I haven't read research on it. I'm just going from discussions with, you know, other brothers and from my own oh, yeah. life. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I, yeah, you're taking it, yeah. <laughs> so no, I'm serious. Like, you think I'm joking? Other men like I'm you. serious. You, you're like, talking I to think, other men like you. Are you asking any women? Well, they wouldn't know. Oh, yeah, we I, would know. Well, you know what? Because I, well, you know what? I don't know what I it's like to go through pregnancy, even though I've been there. I can't because say, you know, oh, yeah, you. man, it's... No, you, no, no. Yeah, your son, can your son, when you speak to him, confirm with him, he might be able to. Oh my God, uh, he doesn't even know. Come on, he's so he's he's brown, he's brown, he's green, but he's he. I don't think he's at that. You know, he's only what twenty four. He'll be twenty four. He, you know, he started late. He was at both of my kids. Well, my daughter, she, you know, she. They, I give him a bunch of that. They, they're they're not all into that. But, you know, I would say he he probably hadn't gotten into his first you know trimester of that. So you know, I wouldn't dare ask him because uh, I don't think he'll. I don't think he'll know. And then oh. he's been hanging around. Oh, the you other joined guys. the monasteries? I didn't know that. You didn't no, tell no, me. no. I'm, t- I'm just saying he's been hanging around the other guys. So God knows what it will come out of. Oh, okay. <laughs> the other guys who say the blue ball. Yeah, and then Brian, uh, my friend, uh, program ex program director, he said that the girls have the blue walls. And then he, okay, I just Google it. When you Google it, blue walls comes up. With you know, they, it kind of goes, and it also says, oh, yeah, it happens. And then he Googled I was like, there's no such thing as blue walls. And he Googled it, and it came up in Wikipedia. I was done. Mm-hmm. I was done. So, you know, it kind of, you know, I kind of had to back off on that because <laughs> blue balls ain't no such. Now, that's worse than blue balls. Like, I was like, ain't no such. And, and then when he Googled it, it was. But then also, too, I said, Google Gina's, I said, Google Gina's, Gina's group theory's ass or something like that. And he Googled that, and it came up swag. So I was like, it's just. Google anything. <laughs> I mean, you Google it, it's going to be in Wikipedia. And who is doing the Wikipedia? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Are those facts? Are those just all facts or, you know, or bits and pieces of truth? Or what is the Wikipedia? Can you fill me in on that? I know what it is. Yeah, uh, people, people, typically, if not researchers, people that have specialty in an area, and sometimes just the average person um, is able to input but what Wikipedia has is editors that donate their time to search out articles in specific areas that they may have been chosen or given, and then they eliminate stuff. And I'll give you an example. If you try to find anything about Israel that is very critical of their murder of Palestinians, in in places like Wikipedia, it's it's unlikely because Wikipedia tends to be, the editors at least, I don't know about the brother that started it, the British guy, I forget his name, um, but the editors tend to be hawks when it comes to eliminating anything that could be construed as very negative toward Israel. So Wikipedia has its pros and cons, but it does have a political tinge toward imperialism and, you know, certain things like that. Did you say pork? Did you say pork? Books? No. What was that you said? They, they, the authors, the editors, are they be, tend to be. Um, they tend to poor? be. Uh, no, not poor. No, I, I was talking about editors tending to side on this imperialism. Oh, the man. <laughs> yeah, meaning you know the Israel man. and. Um, oh, oh, uh, yeah, oh, that man. Nations okay. that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So wow, it's hard to find. You know some really tough stuff about Israel, you know, but, um, okay, that's, but that's, that's kind of like a, that's kind of a, that's, that's kind of a big, 
that's on a big scale. Nobody wants to probably touch that. You know, they've been, I mean, now that is, and I can say that is, they, they have been in an ethnic, ethnic war all these years. All the other countries, uh, South, give me a little bit about South America. What's, what is the uh, genocide? You, you, you touched some, you know, in, in demographics, I can't really tell you where South, South America is from. I know where Africa is, and I know what yeah. surrounds it. But we say South South America. That's more. That's like Puerto Rico. It's basically, and, it's basically uh, from the area below Central America and on down to the bottom area. I think it might be Chile at the very bottom, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but but it's a region that has a, an extensive history. The Incas, Mayans, and Aztecs in much of the middle section of South America and even parts of Central America uh, gave gave society a lot of uh, contribution, uh, including the, the you know Mayan calendar. And when Europe came over, Europeans, uh, it's interesting that from what I gather, more slaves ended up in Brazil than in North America. Yes, it's a Brazil itself is a very dynamic um dynamic place even to this day, you know, Capoeira and their carnival and even if you look at some of the dancing you say, Okay, that's got a little flavor in this. Oh yes. By the way, I also need to represent too because um uh my friend Delilah, she teaches as Afro Afro Brazilian dance. Okay. And for teenage children, free. She has free classes, dance classes for children. I told her about a shout out to Hawk because Hawk, Hawk and his wife, Hawk is uh, not doing too well, but his wife is Brazilian. They're Native American and Brazilian. They have two beautiful children, and I was telling her that they they have a lot of they're into a lot of activities, and so mm-hmm. that's how I got invited to it. You, you ever okay. heard of Caparia? 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 Yeah, Capoeira. That's a, a, a she, dance yeah. and martial arts. Yeah. Yes, hello. Yes, and that's what she said. She said it's a style of dance with martial arts. So, she, uh, hey, I got that going on. You think I should try that? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Really, I have a book huh? on Capoeira, actually, that I have to read a bit more on, but it's wonderful because if I'm not mistaken, uh, I, I'm not, you know, I haven't read enough on it, but it seems as though to hide the martial arts components of the skill, yes, yes. they embedded it in a dance. So while the slave master is thinking, okay, these Negroes are just, you know, doing a little dance for me, they're looking at him thinking, I'm about to whoop your ass. <laughs> <laughs> you said that's a good one. Why did I know you was going to go there? So, okay, so this that was a career. Is a By the way, at this time of the night, the radio, they won't, for the A word, they're not going to give you oh, grief, explicit. will it? We're explicit. I, 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 I rated this uh, show explicit, actually. And I featured okay. it, so, you know. So it's going to be okay. fe- featured it so that they get judged for featuring. So, you know, we're going to, you know, you know, pretty much. You, last night's show, I should have really, you know, sometimes it frustrates me a little bit because when you're, I've learned how to operate the Mac pretty good, but, you know, I'm doing a lot of posting and, you know, and posting some stuff. I'm learning, you know, I'm learning because pretty much you can get things done pretty quickly, but when you're doing it, when you're like, like just beginning, you, you don't know all the little ins and outs, but I pretty much figured it out. Um, okay. So Capri- Capria is another form of like because I I just recently found out too 
that um you know, back in the plantation days and you know that they did do things to their uh, like the glass and you know I heard that they did some kind of vicious little things to the you know the uh, Africans did to uh you know to you know the master too you know putting glass I was like really they did things like you know because I just thought you know they just pretty much surrendered or something you know I just thought everybody oh, no. laid yeah. down or something you know so so that was another form of how they. <laughs> how they were able to, you know, uh, get get one in on on, on the uh, yeah. The, uh, Just like we had the the quilt, you know, get the, out of here. That is plantations. Cool. There was a quilt, and while the slave master and his wife is thinking the quilt was just to cover people at night, the quilt was a map in many cases on how to escape the plantation and right. how to, for example, get up north. And another people wow. thing people would use in Haiti, for example, is they synchron they synced synthesized the Catholic religion, which was typically the religion of uh, many of the people that you know oppressed the people, with African religion. Now, when when that's mentioned, and it's it's similar in not only the Caribbean but in parts down south in South America, Central America. But when that is discussed, you know, Orisha, Wudon, Voodoo, etc., what society has done is anything that's black and native must be from the devil. So they took something well. that we created, which was really ingenious, you know, and they turned it into, oh, it must be evil and, you know, not black that there are some people who practice stuff who may do it to hurt others, but it's the same in Catholicism and Jehovah's Witness and any religion. You have people that are going to be negative, you know, and you have people that are going to be positive. So I'm always conscious of whether it's capoeira or black or Native American religion or music, I'm looking at it not from the standpoint of what the, you know, the system tells us is the truth, but I go and stand on my head because I know most of what they're saying is a lie. So I say, okay, this is what's going on. And uh, you find a lot, of, a lot of interesting stuff like that. Well, you're 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 kind of like mixed up, like like me. You have Bahamian, you have Native American, right? Yeah, and, and I then have you European, have Irish, American. Italian, Irish. Yes, exactly. Okay. And also um, Kurdish. Kurdish. You heard of the Kurds? Kurdish. Yeah, they're Kurdish. Kurdish yeah, they were one of the groups that um, Saddam Hussein gassed a, a major portion of them. You know, um, so yeah, I have a lot of mixes. That's why in my life I look at it, even though I talk a lot about the color issue, I know that it boils down to bigger than that because I got white in me. You know, my right, exactly. great grandfather was white, and you know, so you 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 can't get away from the truth. And I wanted to mention that in the last show, that even though I was making comments about how um, you know white people tend to have it different. It doesn't mean that I'm anti-white in terms of, you know, let's go out and find them all and, you know, drop them over a mountain because the majority of them benefit from the system. But even if there's only 2 or 3% of them who are conscious, it's all good because only about 2 or 3% of our people right now are doing the right thing in terms of Anyways, yeah. their lives. Exactly. So, so there's the balance. I think one day we'll get to the point where the color issue won't really be an issue because before Europe and Saudi Arabia started using color as a tool of oppression, it really wasn't one. So at some point we have to say, well, wait a minute, before they started jacking us up, this wasn't an issue. 
So if we look back in history, what was the real deal? And um, then we'll we'll transcend some of the drama that they presently, you know, bestow upon us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, and actually, too, there, you know, I do, I do, even though I was not, you know, I was born at the end of that era, and my mother was fortunate to be hired on uh, uh, as one of the successors of the uh, Kennedy uh, presidency before he was murdered. And um, mm-hmm. she benefited from it as well, being you know, she was college ed- educated as well. So, I mean, she benefited from it. And, and you know, so there were a lot, from, from what I thought, there were a lot of lot of Caucasian. You know, I'm, I'm kind of getting real funny about the white, black, white, because it's kind of like, you know, we, we're really more so putting, you know, I mean, when, when you look at a Crayola, you know, we look at a box of Crayolas, and, you know, it's like, Really, when you say white and you say black, and you look at the Crayola color white and black, it's like it doesn't really reflect the people that we're putting it to. So I think it'd be more for me to be more politically correct in my in my heart because it's like white would be white as well. There are some people that are pasty, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, not yeah. many. You know, they can stay out in the sun and change that, so, or put a little bit of sun, you know, lotion, and you know, they they can put on suntan now. So I mean, it's like. No, there's no white people that are white unless they're, they're deceased. And yes, rare. No black, I've no seen a few from parts of Europe, maybe, but it's rare that you see somebody that, even them, they're not white. Just like it's rare that you see someone that's really black, but there are a few I've seen in, like, National <laughs> well, Geographic that, yeah, they they, they, they they down there. They got that original DNA. I'm like, yeah, that's my daddy right there. Yeah, and I tell my kids. There. Yeah. I tell my kids, don't, don't, don't even think about it. <laughs> no, no, that's no, I was wrong with that one. But um, yeah, but it's it's like uh, we're really we're brown and we're yellow, we're butters, butterscotch, caramel. I I I would if I had to really like put a uh you know a label on each you know it would be like vanilla, you know or uh, vanilla or uh, what do you say hazelnut. Uh, you okay. have a uh, caramel and you have chocolate, you have dark chocolate, you know. That kind of thing. If you're gonna go there, yeah. cause, and I have a writing about that, you know, about yeah. the uh, the black woman actually, and you know, you gotta check that out. I'll show, I'll show some things with you too. Um, well, we'll take after, after the show. We'll get it out. Uh, tell you about that, and then maybe you can help me with uh, composing because I, I am ready to compose my writing. So, okay, I am ready to do that in a let's say a paperback book. Yeah, I've been I've been working on it. So I am ready to do that. I can do that, and it can okay. be pretty, pretty nice size. And also, too, I want to talk to you about more, 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 more house. I believe it's for house publishing. More, okay. more. Are they related? Which one? Not more, more house. You mean related to the university? Or? I mean Morris, Morris, Morris. Morris. Oh, okay, okay. You mean um? They published the, the lady book. Uh, she just did this book. Uh. Um, uh, they did her book, and, uh, and it's called Morris Publishing. M O R R I S. Morris Publishing, yes. Okay. Have Have you heard of them? Well, they they, they um, do it. I, they, I was thinking right away of just Philip Morris, but then that's not the one. Philip Morris is the one with the cigarettes and a lot of other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They they uh, when it comes to me, I'm gonna tell you they published a recent a uh, real. Uh, uh, oh, I, I found the site. Yeah, publish your own book, Morris Publishing. Yes. Okay. Now, what do you think about that? Now, I, I did get some information from them, and they they had a sample book in the uh, in the envelope. They sent me a kit, and uh, there's a sample book, and that little sample book would be kind of like what I would 
uh, it's like, yay so big, what, bigger than four by six, and maybe an inch or so wide, you know, mm-hmm. and it, it's, you know, with quotable, you know, inspirations as examples. So I can do a book, like, I, I'm already ready for my writings as far as that. I, I can do a book with just those writings, but then, you know, that's, that that I, I'm ready to do. They offered to do it, you know, for a fee, for a fee. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So they have something like 18 payments. I think that there is a a more effective way to do it, and that would be, well, of course, depending on the potential publishers, um, you know, what cash they're working with. The the better way is to use one of the companies that doesn't actually charge you up front. What they do is when orders come in, they fulfill the order, and then you work out um, payment. Okay. In other words, they may charge the person, let's say, $25 for the book, and they may keep their percentage and then send you your cut. And if I'm not mistaken, that that is a model that is sensible in terms of when working within some financial um, constraints. The reason is then you don't have to take the money out of pocket right away. Once you get maybe three, 400 sales, you know, oh, okay, this thing is kicking off. I'm about to roll in my BMW. Let me go now and publish, you know, maybe 1,000 <laughs> copies or 500 copies. You said BMW. Yeah, so you must like BMW, right? Yeah, so, yeah, you, oh, so you, you're a BMW person? You love BMW? Once in a, yeah, yeah. I, I like their, their car, uh, their style. Um, just, just, Give me a ride if you see me. Just don't be further on the street. Well, shout, right. shout out to that? my son. He loves he loves BMW too. All right. Yeah. BMW, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's no. what I don't do BMW. Can, can I comment on the color thing? With we were mentioning skin color. Yeah. The original yeah. people to me were dark as talk because we all come from Africa, and the original people had to have extremely you know African features. And so when I was young, I was taught that. You know, sharp nose, thin lips, straight hair, light skin was the desire. And my parents, who are Jehovah's Witnesses, that's what their belief system was. So wow. all the angels and all the pictures you see in their publications that represent heaven or paradise or angels or, or prophets, they're white folks, right? So it wasn't until probably junior high that I started to hear more about Rastas. That was the first time I met a group of people proud to be brown. I was like, oh, what's up with these dreadlocks? And, you know, they had this pride. And then I started listening to Bob Marley music, and that really opened a lot of doors in terms of my mind. And also John Lennon, because around that time, I started also listening to John Lennon. So so what what I've come to the conclusion of is that, you know, the original people we all know were from Africa, but in terms of their physical characteristics, they had to be straight up afros, dreadlocks, big lips, big nose. The opposite of what we are told is attractive. And so in a lot of my, our minds, we have to reprogram or program what we've been programmed with. Otherwise, it's self-destruction. You're headed for self-destruction. You know that song? <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, okay. You're you getting old then. You know that one. Well, well, today's topic self-destruction. Oh, go. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, but it's true. You know, we got to revisit. What, so now, even in my mind, when I'm looking at magazines or when I'm out with my children, I have to reprogram in my brain, okay, you know, I was taught of this, 
but really, why am I having a, a, a vibration looking in another area, you know? And, and not seeing that it's the same thing. It's just a different hairstyle. One person has on, you know, horse hair. The other one is natural. Or one person might be ten shades darker, you know. And the same thing for brothers. You know, a lot of sisters may not realize right in front of them is the same type of brother. The difference is one is, you know, bigger lips and a different type of <laughs> flavor. And the other one is a straighter nose and a, a suit and tie and, you know, speaking in the slave job. Um And that's a, that's a very, very big thing to get over but once we get over it, we see that people can be pretty from anywhere. They can be white, flat, button, pretty, or they can be a sister with big booty and pretty, and, you know, it, it's all good. It, it comes in all flavors. Well, see, my people were like that. Well, you know, I was I was pretty much raised by, um, you know, uh, you know, women. I mean, it was a woman-dominated uh, family who, you know, union women, you know, they were like, they were way out of here crazy. I mean, they, they did it, but... Uh, we, you know, we were told because, you know, well, my nan, the way she put it to me, was that, you know, we didn't come from Africa, for one. Uh, we're not African American. She didn't go with the African American. She said she didn't know anything about twenty-five cents an acre. She didn't know anything about uh, uh, mule, uh, forty acres and a mule. Oh, forty acres and a mule. Yeah. Yeah. She, and 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 when she was born in nineteen twelve, my grandmother, her sister, was born in nineteen o nine. They lived in uh, the city in Louisiana. They raised their own chicken. Uh, they mm. churn their own butter, uh, mm. and the, they their dads, all the men worked at the railroad, for the railroad, and that they would go and run on the railroad with the coals, and they would see the family white doctor. Everybody, they all the years, everybody went to the same white doctor. So, mm. you know, and then when they migrated here, they migrated with the, the uh, transit, with the whole Union Pacific and the railroad out here. That's mm. how they got here. So, you know, it wasn't any, uh, it was more so, you know, my nan, and, and, you know, people from New Orleans and by way, by that teacup, uh, well, you know, they got issues, you know, because I, when I ended up going into Catholic school, I found that the nuns there were different from, you know, when I came from Lutheran school. They were, you know, they were color struck. And like you said, you know, when you're younger, you're a little bit lighter. Like my nan, she was lighter when she was younger, but when she got older, she was, you know, she got darker, but... She always said that dark-skinned people, which is her thing, dark-skinned people were always up to no good. They were what? Up to no good? Always up to no good. Oh, almost like Trayvon Martin. <laughs> well, she said she said she would. I, I would have to sit under the tree. During the, I stay with her during the summer. I would have to stand under the tree, under the shade, read a book, and then I would have to squeeze my nose, because, you know, to get it shaped, and I had to hold yeah, my lips. Yeah. Oh hell yeah, no joke. You can ask uh, me. if my brother was out here, he'd tell you. We were telling somebody this other day, like, that's are you serious? All people's plastic surgery. Just squeeze your nose. Just hold, hold your mouth in like this. Okay, hold your mouth in like this. No, tuck your mouth in. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, she was no joke. But then also she said, dark skinned people did nothing but keep up shit in trouble. So I mean, that was their mentality. So I yeah, look at yeah. it now, and I'm like, wow, like that, wow, nanny, <laughs> like so. But that issues, and some of the nuns that in my high school, you know, like Sister Bonaventure, God rest her alcoholic soul, she it was color struck too. I mean, they didn't like, you know, dark skin, and you know, like well, you said, back in the day, black nuns. Hello, come on now. Now they're I from know, New Orleans. You know. They're from New Orleans, so they're okay. Creole. No, I'm still not sure that they were Creole. You said. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, like my I got you. I got you. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, you know, and they only like me because they knew of me before I even hit the school because of, you know, the teachers, 
my mom was in this woman's game or whatever club, and it was teachers, and she got word of whatever. They were talking about me, and that's how she wanted me to come to the school and all that. I didn't want to go to that school. Other girls, they were like, you know, they were kind of skanks you yeah. know, to me. Back then, I thought, like, you know, I didn't like how they, you know, I was kind of a nerd kind of kid, you know, so I wasn't all into the boy thing and all that, you know. Tall, linky, mm-hmm. right? So I wasn't into all that, So and I didn't really want to go to that school. But I ended up going anyway because it was closest and all that. But during the summertime, you know, she, I mean, she'd be on you. You, you couldn't get in the sun. You, Cause you're gonna get black for one, and then you gotta squeeze your nose like this. You got your lips like that. <laughs> Me and my brother were talking about. <laughs> we were talking about this the other day, and they were like, "Are you serious like that?" Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, but, well, but I don't know what things haven't things haven't changed. Sorry for interjecting much since then, because about two months ago, I took my wonderful daughter. She has, uh, you know, kind of like, not dreadlocks, but just natural plaques. And we went to see one of my aunts. My aunt, just to give you an idea of her background, she just got her second master's degree. She's a big pastor. She's just been promoted to some, you know, so in other words, in society, she would be considered, oh, okay, she's doing her thing. You know, she's got this huge home and blah, blah, blah. And guess what she says? Oh, your daughter is so beautiful. But have her take off the cap so I can see if she has good hair or bad hair. <laughs> You know what I mean? And so I said, yo, Auntie, um, she wow. has wonderful kinky hair. And she said, oh, oh. So this is an aunt that won't leave her house unless she has the wig that has the straight <laughs> hair. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, you don't have to worry about, about the hair that much at this age. Worry about going to the grave, you know. Um, so, yeah, we we have been really um, bamboozled, like, fighting <laughs> uh, in this movie, you know. Hoodwink. We've been hoodwinked. We've been yeah, mad yeah, yeah. And they also yeah. told me that as long as you had an education, nobody could touch you. It's not about your skin color. If you got an mm. education, like, it was, they set me up. They sent me out here. But you know what? Mm. I dealt with it. I did. I'm still here today after all the little yeah. bogus tree. I'm still here today. And, I'm, you know, I hope they're happy for me. I hope they appreciate the things that I'm doing. I hope uh, that they understand what I'm doing and that they mm. can, you know, Think of me like well, because I'm not I'm not really following the way that they did. Yeah, you know, yeah. I don't I I don't think I ever see my mom going out into the streets feeding anybody. I, I don't see her. You know, she was you know she just wasn't. And nanny, you know, she just worked hard. She was a big lady too. She could pick up a thirty gallon trash can full of trash, and you know, yeah. and I, you, I can't see me doing that. So it's like you know, it's I'm just a different. It's, I'm, I've I've made the di- the generation different. You know, it's, but, it's more but in so a lot of ways, you're probably meaning if if we exclude some of the you know sadly learned um, racist tendencies that many of our elders have at the core level, many of the desires and dreams and aspirations were similar to be successful or work hard. So I think what it is is that people see a person like you who is not following some of the ideologies, and they castigate someone like you in total, meaning they don't look at the positive and children and radio show uh-huh. and, you know, doing your thing. Mm-hmm. They just figure, you know, almost like the the term nigger lover, meaning uh-huh. no matter how good a white person is, if they're hanging with black folks, you know, saying that term makes them, for some reason, evil. You know, uh-huh. when, you remember I mentioned in the other show 
That's scale, zero, five, and ten. Zero, we're all born, five being religion and ten being heaven. Right. Much of what we learn is around that five and around the ten. But around the four, people just want to eat, have a home, don't have no one shooting at them, let their kids go out and enjoy their life, meet someone nice and decent, you know, go get some pizza. Uh, We want some common stuff. There are many commonalities, but the system has embedded in us sexism, racism, to, and nationalism, by the way. And and anti-marriage. And anti-marriage. Because, you know, I think pretty much if they stayed out of people's personal business, then, you know, I mean, I I just found out that if you live with a guy or, you know, you and a guy live together for more than six months, you're common law, and that is a law, get out of here. That's some, that is, yes, yes. But it doesn't apply to military, so if you're living with a vet who has benefits or if you're living with a husband who has insurance, I mean, you're living with a man who you're not legally married to, you might get something more so out of, no, no, it's a blow-up. You know what, like they say, white man's paper, White man paper is the only what you're gonna need unless you go first <laughs> because you get yeah. come on it's common common law you know that's shacking up I mean I, my name in the mega they said shacking up how are you gonna have that how the heck could you write that into a law shacking well well the math if you call it shacking yeah uh, that term and sometimes the, the other what? terms for it shacking. but the marriage itself the paperwork that people get you can hear me okay. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, yeah, the paperwork that people get when they do what's called a marriage um, is somewhat fraudulent because if you look at most of the documents, both on marriage certificates and on other certificates, it's in capital letters, just like on credit cards. And when you see things in, in capital letters, not always now, some people don't have it, it means that from what I have learned, and I've heard this for years, I didn't believe it, that they have us set up like property because capitalizing a a name is the way that you prove from a legal perspective, at least legal, not lawful, because they're two different things. Lawful is can't be changed. You jump out of a building, 10th floor, unless there's something to catch you, you're dead. Uh, Legal is when a system sets up what they think are newer laws, to typically mm. oppress one group and protect another. Oh so okay. I have mixed feelings about the concept of getting papers on someone because even if you look at weddings, people wearing the white dress and throwing rice, etc., that whole thing is based on pagan religion. That's and if people, Yeah, it, it's a lot. It's so much to, uh, you know, digest girl, on that. And on top of that, girl, you know you're not supposed to be wearing white. And we all know what white represents. And you know you haven't been, you know, <laughs> you said paganism, that's, it's supposed to represent purity, and come on. No. Uh, most, most, I think you guys should stick to beige if you know you've been doing the wild thing. Stick to beige because it's a blow up. Now, if you're, you know, virtuous, white, pure white, as a driven snow, but we all know. You, and most, some of these ladies out here just might as well wear black. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but let me not let me not send out that shot to to those who some some of these guys out here too. You know they blow up. You know I mean really, you know it's like wow. You know, uh, you know, it's a lot of what I find is a lot of. Men, I think the big man is manipulating us, and then we're manipulating each other, and it, it just trickles down, and everybody's manipulating, and you know coming up with their own idea and, and their own. Ego. 
egocentric ways to want to upon you. You know, I see a lot of it. And, and just like that, God was telling me, everybody does, every, Brian, everybody does. That means you mean to tell me that everybody's around and, you know, everybody just wants to have a party? Well, you know what, look, if everybody just wants to have a party, see, see, for me to just do that, then, I mean, there's nothing there's nothing else for a lady to be out there just having free-flowing sex with everybody. Unless she's either getting paid or she's a nymphomaniac or she just doesn't love herself. So, I mean, just to, I mean, just to be a bad matter, you know, just because this guy's like, well, everybody knows to get down. You know, I mean, you're going to convince me <laughs> that everybody does, but hello, I don't. Yeah. So you're wrong. So you can tell me what you want, but then I guess so maybe some women be like, yeah, I guess I, yeah, you know, yeah, okay, <laughs> you know, yeah, no, that just doesn't work yeah, with everybody. I'm, I'm glad we touched this topic because there are definitely a lot of issues on this one that we have different views on. Because my my concept of uh, relationships is that each individual and each couple gets to choose the the type and the parameters. Meaning two people might get together and be like, yo, check it out. We're getting married. You're my woman. I'm this, I'm that. You're going to do this. Cool. They go. Another couple gets together and the woman's like, yo, we're getting married, but I'm not taking your last name. But a third couple could get together and say, we're not getting married. Why not? We don't need to. We love each other. We're taking care of our thing. But a fourth couple might step in and say, y'all are tripping because it's me, this person, and a third person involved. What I mean is that I think that I'm I'm very open to other people's uh, perception of everything, as long as it doesn't hurt children and it doesn't lead to the planet blowing up. Meaning and everything, and everything. Yeah. Oh, you know what? We have like one more minute. Um, I guess we're gonna. Okay. Uh, I guess we'll carry on. You know, after well, I'm gonna take the show out, end it, and then you know, just you can hit me or I'll hit you. And we'll okay. we'll continue that, and then we'll bring it on out when you're ready to come back out. And we're gonna get you a new microphone. 